Warning, the following episode contains spoilers and foul language. Use your discretion advised. On today's episode, we indulge with our favorite ice cream with the Cornetto Trilogy. So sit back and enjoy Trilogy Spectacular Number 2. Yay! <laughs> Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of the MFAB Podcast. <laughs> I'm Gavin. I'm Aaron, and I guess that's how we're gonna start this one. Oh, well, we can. I don't want to start it your way. <laughs> All right. Actually, give a little, give a little demonstration of what oh, you're doing. Oh no, well, no. <laughs> we'll make them wait. There'll be plenty of that. We got three movies today. <laughs> we, we we got a special three special. movie episode. Yeah. This is my turn to do a trilogy. Yeah. Trilogy spectacular number two. Pretty damn excited. Yeah. Because these are three super awesome movies, yeah. which I did no prep whatsoever. Yeah. Well, his prep was probably what, like months and months ago. Years Last time and years ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've seen each one of these movies at least five, six times each. Yeah. But all right, no, no now, problem. Now that I got us opened up, you want to get into it? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we're uh, gonna briefly let you in on what today's trilogy is, seeing as we've left it kind of open ended. Oh yeah. So today we'll be doing the Cornetto trilogy. So for anybody out there yeah, who doesn't know what that is. This includes the movies Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End. Yeah. So, yeah. Three British movies. Yeah. So. Some hot, sweaty British accents. Yeah. <laughs> so, to start us off today, we're going to get started with 2004's Shaun of the Dead, starring Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, um, and Kate Ashfield. Yeah. Yeah. She's in that. Yeah. Directed by Edgar Wright going to be a common theme of these movies yeah written and directed by simon pegg and, and Edgar right yeah. how come nick frost didn't do any writing i don't know she just not like writing it's just a pretty face i guess <laughs> you want to say that <laughs> okay so yeah um seeing as i'm the one who has notes over here yeah i talk into your microphone by the way damn every time you tilt your head it gets real low oh does it like that yeah oh okay i'll do my best so Luckily, I don't have to look at notes. Okay. So I can just go along with the flow. Well, I'm going to have to, so bear <laughs> with me. So, yeah. Uh, this movie kind of starts off with our main characters, Sean, Sean, Ed, and Liz. Uh, Sean's played by Simon, Simon Pegg. Ed's played by Nick Frost, and Liz is played by Kate Ashfield. Yeah. Uh, Liz and Sean are dating. It kind of opens up with uh, Sean just holding a beer and staring off into, like, the middle distance. Yeah. <laughs> like, zoned out. Yeah, and uh, five minutes and not even five minutes into this movie, oh, they already yeah. dropped the C bomb. Yeah, Ed comes in. Would any of you cunts like a drink? <laughs> and I was like, all right, it's gonna be that kind of movie, okay? Yeah. Um, basically, Sean and Liz are fighting. Well, it's more like Liz is fighting. Yeah, <laughs> being a real bitch. Yeah, she, mm. is she though. <laughs> she has her issues. Yeah, she she just doesn't wanna, you know. She wants to do something yeah. with her life and not She wants just... to spend more quality time. Yeah, with Sean. Instead of just going to the pub every night. With, so. you know, his best friend, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> and because he brings Ed, she brings along her roommates. Who, oh my. Those two are oh, just... What's like, his name again? Philip? Or no. David. David and Diane. Yeah, yeah. David, yeah. There we go. Dan was pretty cute, but David is just yeah. a fucking dork. Yeah, he's... He's kind of a douche. Yeah. Hysteric, stereotypical douche. Like they're, the, they're the kind of characters that you yourself watching it just wants to yell at. Like, just l- fucking leave. Yeah. What are you doing here? You don't need to be here. Yeah. They're just that annoying. So, yeah. We go back the next day. Sean's getting ready for work. He's arguing 
with their other roommate, Peter. Well, his only oh. actual roommate. Oh, <laughs> Ed's... I thought Ed was his roommate. Oh, Ed lives there, but he's oh, not really a roommate. Oh, I guess. Yeah, he kind of, like, crashed on the couch for years. Yeah, he's a mooch, so... Yeah. His uh, roommate, Peter... Wants Ed gone, pretty much. He doesn't do anything, doesn't clean, or just tells him to clean up the place a little bit or something. Yeah, and if you're going to get a message, just take down notes on everyone's messages, yeah. not just your own. <laughs> so, on, uh... Is it that hard? Use a little scrap of paper. <laughs> on his way, on, uh, Sean's way to work, sees this chick collapse on the bus. At a bus stop. On a bus stop, yeah, and then you just kind of hear news you reports. You totally skipped over, like, the super awesome opening. After, like, the bar. After the bar, it cuts to, like, the... It's using the music from the original Dawn of the Dead. Okay. Mixed with, uh... Oh, what is it? Blue Wrath by uh, Eye Monster. Okay. Which is... And it shows, like, just scenes of, like, the whole town, like, monotonously going oh, through yeah, their Oh, yeah, how lives. they're, like... Okay, that's right. My bad there. Kind of showing that they're all zombies already. Yeah. In a way. The opening credits. Yeah. Yeah. They're, everybody's, you know, just... Walking, got their phones. Which all these scenes iPods. play play again later into the yeah. movie. Yeah, so you just kind of pay attention to everything. Oh, there's so much shit to pay attention to. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he sees this chick collapse, and then there's all these news reports about these weird happenings you just kind of hear in the background. Nobody's really paying too much attention to it. Yeah, shit's kind of subtly going down throughout the entire city. He works at... What, like an electronics type store? It was like a rent-a-center or some shit. Something? Yeah, like they had H. like... H.H. Gregg or something? Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't really make out what it was. Just, I saw appliances and... Yeah. Stuff like that. And TVs, appliances. He's... Like a rent-a-center. He's kind yeah. of the boss. So well, he's uh taking over for... He's like, yeah, since our boss is out sick, and since Ash isn't here today, which Ash is a reference to Army of Darkness Ash, well, by the way. Figured obviously. that, yeah. He's, I'm in charge, and you know, all his trying, coworkers don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to motivate like these kids, but he's like the least motivated person on the planet. Yeah, next to pretty him, much, pretty much. Yeah, um, he gets a call from his weird stepdad. Oh, well, stepdad stops him. That's right. He gets, he a, gets call a call from, from Liz. Liz. That's right. Okay. Um, he wants him to buy flowers for his mom. And visit. Yeah, because he said he, he was going to visit last time and never showed up, and yeah. he's like. Make sure you get real flowers, not just paisy from the corner <laughs> fucking market or whatever. Yeah. You start to see more I'm people gonna... more people being sick. Yeah. And then he gets home. Well, Liz, Liz calls him at the store. She says, you made the reservation for tonight. Yeah, and he's trying to prove to an employee that he's not, like, just fucking around getting personal calls. Right. And then he gets a personal call. Yeah. yeah. So he's kind of ignoring Liz as he's like, <clears throat> okay, yes, yes. yes. All right, Liz. Talk to you later. Bye. It was Liz from marketing. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. But yeah, he gets home and he has to rush and try and make this reservation. And then he yeah. can't because it's too late. So he go, <laughs> goes over to her house. There's a bunch of little jokes in between all this that I just can't get into. Otherwise, this podcast is going to take forever. Yeah. So, like, just, just no, right off the bat, you should see this movie. Yeah. And if you have already, that's great. Yeah. So, um... They go. He goes to see Liz. They kind of fight because he was supposed to get a reservation and he didn't. Yeah. Then he tries to give her flowers and she's like, "To a wonderful mom," because he put the card in it. Yeah. Because the flowers are for his mom. 
And there's a part here made me laugh with fucking David, her roommate in the back, just keeps <laughs> cutting in with these little quips, and he's like, oh, get fucked, four eyes. If you love us so much, why don't you date us? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because him and Diane are dating. Yeah. So Liz pretty much dumps him right there. And what's he do? Heads down to the Winchester. Yeah, his favorite Winchester. pub. Yep. Um, I'm assuming they called it Winchester because of the gun hanging above the bar. Yeah, they say that like several times. That's what that. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> well, you thought there, they there's said a lot of dialogue. You know, quick little yeah. dialogue in here. So I might have missed some things. Ed's there. He's trying to cheer him up. Uh, does a little monkey. Yeah. <laughs> you want to see your favorite orangutan? <laughs> yeah. Little monkey. Died from every which way but loose. Yeah. He's pretty funny. They're just drinking a shit ton. He's like, yeah, what we're going to do tomorrow is we're going to wake up. We're going to have a Bloody Mary. You know, go to the... He just lists off all their whole day of drinking, pretty much. Yeah. And the rest of the night, they're just making fun of the other bar goers there. Which is... There's some pretty funny... Uh, yeah. They point out a guy and they make crack a joke about him. It's pretty funny. Well... So, so all the other people there. Ed's talking about how uh, these bar... Because Liz doesn't want to grow up being lonely and sad like one of these old fucks that comes to the bar every night. Mm. And he's like, well, these are rich, interesting people. He's <laughs> like, well, over there, who's that? And he's like, oh, that's Snake Hips. <laughs> he's a misogynist and a wife beater. <laughs> what what about her over there? Oh, she <laughs> she starred in the first interracial <laughs> porno, Cafe Olé. <laughs> and there's more of them. They just, yeah, yeah just check it out. <laughs> and then there's this nice uh, clip of them walking home, singing uh, White Lines, the classic oh, rap yeah. song, yeah. And this is where we see our first Is it rap zombie? or funk? Rap funk. It's on that Millennium Hip Hop Hit CD we yeah, have at work. But it's, so. it's more funk, mm. I, I think. I think it's more rap hip hop. Yeah. Mm. I guess that's subjective. 90s funk, which yeah. is rap hip hop. Yeah. Anyways. But they're singing this, and then this is where we see our first like zombie. <laughs> Just and in the background. Yeah, he kind of, his As grumbles, his, his grumbles kind of make a point of do part do of the do song. <laughs> Should have said bass. I'll freeze. <clears throat> and then the Nick just kind of comes home and just like passes out in front of the fridge, right? No, they go home and they start fucking DJing super loud at like oh, three in the right, fucking right, right, morning. Right. <laughs> yep. And that's when uh, Pete, the roommate, comes in and fucking grabs a record and fucking whips it out the fucking window. He's pissed, you know, because yeah. he's got to be up in the morning because everyone else at his department's sick. So he's got to fucking be there. Yeah. So he uh, kind of really digs into Sean at this point and calling him a fucking, you know... Piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, grow up, get fucking do something with your life. Yep. And that's when he, you know, drunk as shit, stumbles out into the kitchen and fucking writes on, writes on the, the whiteboard. Board, yep. Go around mums and then get Liz back. Yep. And then passes out. Yeah. And then wakes up in that exact same position. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Which, that had to be a shitty fucking night's sleep. Oh, God, I couldn't imagine that. You know, just a regular kitchen chair like the one I'm oh. sitting on right now. Yeah. Oh painful and you mean the deluxe luxury chairs in yeah, our fucking that, recording suite yeah <laughs> no arms on them you know well i gotta be a bitch <laughs> hey they're nice and hey at least there's good varnish on them that doesn't wipe away when we're sitting on them <laughs> <laughs> talk so, about you t-man yeah <laughs> um he wakes up and ed's on the couch and he's like i'm going down to the store you want anything and ed's like this cornetto. is where we, cornetto this is where we here first reference to cornetto well, this is actually the second, because he did the walk the first time in the first morning. Okay. Which this he is... walks all the way to the store, gets a soda and the Cornetto, 
talks to Nilsson, the guy who runs a gas station, then heads home. Yeah. And now he does it this time, but everything's the same, but a little bit different. Yeah. I'm, what I mean is this is the first time it's actually physically mentioned, and you don't just no, see it. No, he says it yeah. in the first one, too. Does he? Yeah. I don't know. I just remember hearing Ed say it. Uh, my buddy did a report analyzing the first scene and the second scene and the differences and how uh, Sean's character, this is like when he starts to make his change oh, as okay. a character. Okay. So yeah, Sean makes this walk in the morning. He's totally oblivious pretty much to all these yeah. zombies walking around outside. Just walks down to the corner market. And yeah. And he comes home and Ed's like, there's a girl in the garden. Let's check but it out. You're skipping over all the fucking... <laughs> the entire time he's walking there, there's like fucking zombies in the background, essentially. And people being yeah, that's you know, what ripped I said. apart. He's totally oblivious to all that. There's zombies walking. Yeah, yeah, but you didn't say the zombies. You just said he was oblivious. No, I said he's totally being... oblivious to the zombies. Um, yeah, I didn't hear you then. But, interesting fact, in the first time he walked down there, he grabs a... He picks up the diet soda... And then puts it down and grabs a regular soda. Yeah. And then grabs a Cornetto. And the second time around, he picks up the regular soda and then changes his mind and gets the diet soda. Mm, making a change about his yeah. life. Starting to maybe, okay, just a little bit healthier. Yeah. Except diet soda's totally way worse for you, isn't it? It's the thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they uh, go to check out this girl in the garden. They think she's yeah. just drunk. And yeah, they, she's pissed. Kind of like, she give her a shove? Well, she's... She come, keeps coming at Sean, obviously, because right. you can tell she's kind of dead. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, understand it yet. But yeah. they give her one big shove after he, she keeps trying to come at her, and she like falls back onto what's. It's like a tetherball bottom, where you'd put the tetherball. Yeah, pole I was saying it was either that or a horseshoe pit, one of the two. But yeah, yeah it was a tire okay. with a. Oh, okay. yeah, it was. And she just kind of gets impaled on that. Yeah, and then stands up. <laughs> yep, she doesn't die. Yeah. Yeah, and then... Uh, nice shot of uh, her standing up and, like, the chunk falling out from her back. And then you yeah. see Sean and Ed's face, like, through the hole in her yep. stomach. <laughs> it's a nice shot, yeah. And this is where there's, there's a zombie in the house now. They go back inside the house, right? Well, no, first they fight off the two outside. There's two more in the back? There's the girl, and then and there's, there's the, the fatty. Yeah. yeah. I thought they went. They go back inside the house and then get the records. Well, yeah, no, no, there's not a zombie in the house at that point, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. That's what I had written down. Or is it? Maybe. So as a zombie gets in the house, Ed takes him out. Oh yeah, because Ed leaves the door. Ed open. always leaves the door open. Yeah. yeah. Ed takes him out. They try and they grab their record collection basically and just try and throw records at the two that are still outside. Yeah. The girl Mary, who was the Bloody Mary. Yeah. Well, she was the. She was the clerk in the very opening scene, yep. too. Mm-hmm. And this is just funny. They're just trying to throw records at him. and they're, they're not even, like, hitting him half the time. Because they suck at throwing records, pretty much. Well, you throw a record yeah, straight. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know what they thought a record was going to do, anyways. Well, they threw the first one that was in the lawn. The one that Pete had thrown out the window the night before. Right. And that, like, crashed into one dude. The dude's head and fucking shattered, you know? Yeah. It didn't really do much. He was still there. Well, yeah, but... Hmm. If it works, do it again. Yeah, I guess. Try, try again. Yeah. So they end up getting a cricket bat and a shovel. Yeah. And well, just yeah. pummel the shit out of him. Right? Yeah. Okay. Then he calls his mom. Stepdad's been bit. Yeah, Philip. And he really hates his stepdad. Yeah, he's not his dad. Yeah, he's kind of like, oh well. He's my stepdad. Yeah. He's not my dad, Philip. They're going to go get their mom and Liz and go to the Winchester. Because now they realize that shit's gone bad. Yeah. Well, they sit down and have a 
fucking funny ass uh where they're trying to figure out a plan okay at first they're like oh we'll go here we'll go to liz's no well you know wait for this all to be over well that's not gonna work because fucking <laughs> this this and this okay we'll go here go to my mom's kill phil sorry <laughs> right then head uh fucking all these uh the quick action cuts which yeah. what do they I keep forgetting what you referred to. They're Sam as. Raimi cuts. They're okay. uh, that's right. Essentially, uh, what he kind of mastered in Evil Dead too. Yeah, but they're pretty much a staple of the first two movies in this trilogy. Yeah, yeah. So, which are really, really, kind of keeps you into it. I think. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's really nice, nicely done to me. So he goes to piss, pee piss. I don't know what I was gonna say there. Yeah. Sean yeah. goes <laughs> to take a piss and. He realizes Pete's still in the bathroom. Yeah, standing in the shower. And he's a zombie now. And he's naked. Yep. And they kind of just lock him in the bathroom, right? Yeah, well, first they, they decided we're going to take his car, because he's left his car for some reason. Yeah. And they're like, well, you know, maybe he's still here. Yeah. And that's when he's... What does he scream up into the... Pete, you hear something? No. Know. Calls him something. I don't know. Like a twat or a fucking... Oi, prick. Yeah, something That's like that, <laughs> yeah. Oi, prick, yeah. <laughs> it's like he's not here. Yeah. Because he didn't answer. Yep. So they take Pete's car, and they yeah. go head off to his mom's. They get there, and they see Philip. He's sick, but he's not a zombie. He's no, just... he's just bit. Yeah. Um, this is where he makes up a molestation story. That's what I have written down. About why he hates Philip or something. Oh, yeah, but none of it's true. It's... Yeah. He just... It was funny. As I've written down, it was a funny story. Uh, he told Ed to just keep the car moving, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what does that do? Ends he up crashing. crashes it. Yeah. Well, that's because Philip has a nice Jag. Yeah, and he just wants to drive it around. Yeah. So. He crashes Pete's car, and they end up taking Phil's car. So yeah, they go to Liz's. They pick Liz up and her roommates, get in her car. Uh, Ed says in uh, the Jag. In the Jag. Sorry, the sweet ass Jag. Ed's got a pretty funny way of greeting nice them. Car. Yeah. Ed has a pretty funny way of greeting them in the car. So, uh, yeah, it's just, just have to check that out in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Philip and Sean share a moment there in the car because Philip now he's been bit. Now he's starting to turn. Yeah. Know? And it's kind of sad because now, just now, they realize that oh, maybe they could have had something had they all talked this out before. Yeah. So Philip dies, and they just kind of leave Phil in the car and walk. There's the whole uh, music that Ed puts in while they're driving. Because Ed's the one driving. Yeah. And he puts in, like, some fucking metal or some shit. And it's just blasting in the fucking car as they're driving. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the song is, yeah. And then he's just barreling through zombies, too. He's not yeah. even avoiding them. He's just, like, fucking... Just, just fucking wrecking them. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. And then they get out of the car, and it's like... His mom's all like, but Phil is still in the car. And he's like, that's not Phil anymore. There's nothing about him that, you know, is still him. And then it shows him reaching forward from the back seat and, like, turning off the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was maybe a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. So they're walking. They're going to try and make a walk to the, the Winchester. And they run into this uh, Sean's friend. I don't, Yvonne. Yvonne, yeah. Ex-girlfriend. Uh, ex girlfriend did they say that? Yeah. I just thought it was their friend. There's okay. a lot you, you must have missed. There probably was. You should really watch this again. <laughs> I probably will. Because um, they run into her and her boyfriend, Declan, and her group, and it's pretty much a mirror image yeah. of their group. It's like the B uh, version of them. Yeah. Uh, I noticed one of the characters in her group was Martin Freeman. Hmm. Uh, 
Bilbo from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, whatever. He's actually going to be in one of these next movies we talk about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this is where we see our first fence hop scene shortly after they run yeah. in. They kind of say what their plans are, each other's plans are. And then uh, they go to hop over the fences, which is... Uh, but you never hopped a fence before? Yeah. Another staple of these movies. So It's pretty funny. Uh, Mom... I remember hopping fences back in the day. I probably have. You grew up in suburbia, right? Mm. For the most part. Not so much. Well, I mean, it's rural suburbia. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. Well, same with me. We hopped. I mean, I mean, there was always backyards and shortcuts. Yeah. You always hop fences. They are metal fences. Chain link fences. Oh, we had a lot of all, kind, all different kinds of fences. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've hopped a few fences in my yeah. day. And I was more athletic. I'm guessing you were a bit chubbier. No, actually. Back then, really? You're a little... When I was younger, I was a little... Skinny, spry little guy. Oh. What the hell happened? Yeah, I don't know. Metabolism sucks, man. Yeah, getting older blows. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they're hopping these fences through the backyard, and uh, Sean's mom accidentally summons a zombie, pretty much. Well, she doesn't she... accidentally. She, like, pretty much invites him out into the backyard. Well, she and... recognizes, oh, this is where this person lives, she even says it. Yeah. And then couple minutes later <laughs> oh there he is yeah sean ends up taking him out by uh like pinning him to a tree kind of right yeah yeah with the this te- is... tetherball pole or something yeah right? yeah just spikes him into a tree yeah and this is where they're deciding okay we got to get to the winchester so yeah. they look over the fence and they see it's just surrounded by fucking zombies just a whole horde of them like so probably they... at least 100 yeah so they got to figure out a way to get over there this yeah. is when uh their friend diane or Liz's roommate Diane is like, okay, she's an actress. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. she's going to train us all on how to be zombies. Yeah. And everybody kind of like shows what their acting range is. And she's like, all right, you show me your impression. All right, you show, now yours. And they end up just kind of grouping together and just, uh, <laughs> just walking through the zombies yeah. pretty much. Um, and then you kind of really get some close ups on the actual zombies and yeah. they really did a nice makeup job oh yeah they did guys. great yeah. job so and they're all characters from earlier in the movie mm-hmm. so there's a really good attention to detail there that they're in throughout the whole movie too so they get all the way up to the front door of the winchester doors are locked yep and uh ed's phone rings <laughs> they're trying not to draw attention to them and ed's phone rings and Is he it? fucking answers it <laughs> well yeah he does this like a couple times throughout the movie where he's just like, oh, two seconds, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> gets on the phone. He's and talking to someone about d- making drug deals. Yeah. <laughs> Sean grabs it and throws it and he's like, what the fuck, man? And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so this is where Sean kind of snaps on him. Yeah. And uh, the zombies are pretty much ready to pounce, but yeah. Sean and Ed are kind of yawning at each other. And this is where Sean has a brilliant idea to try and lead the zombies away, so he just runs out and starts throwing his hands in the air like hey follow me over here come on well this david way. had thrown a trash can through the window right to That's... just get in and they're like no because if you go in now they're just all gonna follow you in so that's when sean gets up on the thing he's like hey everybody follow me yep and it works all the zombies follow him yeah um and then everybody goes inside and everybody inside's arguing because they're hoping they don't know where sean is they don't know if he's gonna come back and they're getting kind of pissy at David. There's and then, no power in the fucking building. Yeah. And Sean does come back. He comes in through the back door. And he's yeah. like, how'd you get in here? 
It came in through the back door, which I was going to tell you before you threw the fucking trash can through the window. <laughs> which, uh, in the special features, there's uh, the other comic strip. There's three of them. But one of them is what happened to Sean after he led the zombies away. Okay. But. I saw the other one was about Mary the Cashier. Okay. Yeah, there's yeah. another one, so... And, um, yeah, and another one which takes place later. But Yeah, they realize, yep, the power's out. Sean goes to reset the breakers and sees that, oh, the zombies you let away are at the back door. back. Yep, <laughs> so they got to be really quiet. And this is when uh, Ed turns on the slot machine. and they Pachinko machine. Like, Ed, no! <laughs> He's like, and he turn it off. He's like, oh, come on, what the fuck? Which, uh, that same pachinko machine noise is in all three of these movies. Really? Yeah. Nice. But, yeah. So, yeah, that... And it was in the beginning of the movie too. Nice. So yeah. that blatant like just sound of ching 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 yeah. pretty much brings every zombie in around, and they're surrounded again, and they uh, see the owners of the bar, the two old people. Yeah, Bernie and what was his name? Uh, John. John and Bernie. John. Okay. Yeah. They're zombies. Of course. Yep. And they come down from upstairs, or were they in a back room somewhere? Yeah. I think they have one of those uh, where they got a house above the bar yeah. type of thing. Yeah. And they beat him with pool cues. They beat the, the dude with pool cues. Yeah, to the beat of. Yep. Uh, it's a clean song. What yeah. was it? Come on. Ah. Uh, <laughs> having a good time. <laughs> Come on. I don't know the song. I just knew it was clean. What song is it? Ah, fuck, I can't remember. <laughs> I was hoping you'd get yeah. you it. It's like, don't stop it. me now. <laughs> don't stop me. Yeah. Or can't stop me now. Or it was, It's a funny, funny, very scene. And hey, it's Queen, you know, nice music in there, too. And throughout this whole time, uh, when all this shit's happening, all the zombie shit's happening, like, there's, like, jokes from the beginning that were set up in the very beginning of the movie that are just playing out now. Yeah. <clears throat> like, when the jukebox comes on and Queen starts playing, he's like, oh, who put this on? Yeah. Which is when... <laughs> Sean was just got dumped there sitting in the bar and fucking if you yeah. leave me now comes on he's like oh, yeah. we'll put this on it's on random <laughs> yeah and uh who was it Diane is or Liz got darts and they're like do something and they're like throw them at him and they throw one and it gets stuck in Sean's head and he's just like, right oh, in the fucking fall. <laughs> yeah and then he ends up smashing the guy through the jukebox yeah so shuts off the queen song and the, that takes care of that guy and at this time, uh, Mom kind of pulls Liz to the side and gives her a necklace. And this is where we see that Mom got bit. Yeah. So, um, and this is the first time they had met. Yeah. Because that was one of Liz's problems is Sean never, never introduced her to yeah. his mom. So, this is a really sad scene here. Yeah. Because uh, David is like pretty much, yo, she's been bit, she's going to turn. And well, she dies at this point. Yeah, she dies. And uh, Sean, you know, says bye to his mom, and David's about to shoot her, and, and Sean ends up ripping the gun away from him yeah. and shooting his mom, which is fucking sad. So Yeah, that whole fucking scene was fucked. Yeah. Just because uh, David's all like, do it, shoot her, do it, screaming, and yeah. fucking you can see his mom, like, a little bit of humanity as she looks, like, right over at David, and she just starts hissing, and that's when yeah. fucking Sean is like, He's okay. Blast her in that face. Pops her. Yep. Uh Really sad. This is funny because we had just had a conversation like the day before I watched this about <laughs> if, you know, if you could pull the trigger on a loved one if you yeah. really needed to. And uh, there's the perfect scene for it. Yeah. It's like, in that case, I mean, 
I said I don't think I could do it. I don't so think you'd have I could your do mom it. kill everyone else in the bar. No. At at that point though, when she turns into a zombie, I could probably do it. But like, if there's still a human, I don't think I could do it. She still had human emotion even when she got blasted. Yeah, it's it's a tough choice. It's really a tough choice. So that that kind of this movie's supposed to be an action comedy, and at that moment, it's not because it's kind of like well, it's sad, and anytime you gotta put down a family member, yeah, it kind of goes away from the comedy there for just a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This point, David. They realize he's in love with Liz. There's a big argument going on, and well, it's been kind of obvious from yeah, the beginning. But now, know? finally, they finally say something. Yeah, and it's because he doesn't really like Sean. He hates Sean. Well, that's kind of obvious throughout the movie. Yeah, so. <laughs> but like I'm saying, they're making it a point now. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Sean punches David. After we making it okay, Sean punches him. Because David, who tries to shoot Sean. Yeah. So Sean just decks him in the face. And that was a long time coming. I had written down, David is a twat. Yeah. So. He's definitely a fucking twat. Yeah. Fucking dick. David kind of goes over by the window. Which you don't do. You, you should know, never do. Gets, ever. Uh, gets grabbed by zombies and they yeah. just kind of do the old classic zombie buffet scene on him. Just yeah, it's real quick him. though. It's yeah. I mean, it's not like a Savini facing where fucking you see him ripping the guts out and the dude's still alive they screaming. They rip him apart though pretty good though. Pretty quick though. Yeah, which yeah. is really, really awesome you know, makeup effects there which yeah. is really good. And then and Diane then, kind of freaks out and grabs so, one of his arms and just kind of goes out. Yeah. She's like she wants him back. Yeah. Whatever. Even though you know he's a twat. I'm gonna go out and fight them. So I'm coming David. Yeah. And then all the zombies start to rush in. Kind of start trying to come in. Yeah, and this is a this this whole scene mirrors another scene from earlier where yep, Ed's where, sitting on the couch playing games and Sean's like, "Oh, top corner." No, right. Sean was playing the game and Ed was telling him where to shoot, right? No, Ed was playing the game in the beginning when Sean was talking to him about okay doing stuff, and then this whole scene is mirrored because Sean's shooting Sean's the shooting. gun, okay, and mm-hmm. Ed's like, you know, top, top corner. corner, left, uh, reload, nice yeah. shot. Yeah, that was pretty good, pretty cool. Even though he misses like four times, and then he finally yeah. gets one. Yeah, <laughs> it's like one out <laughs> of all. The well, bullets. they only have like nineteen bullets too. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, cool. You just wasted four shots. But eventually, they can't hold him back any longer, and zombies kind of rush in. Ed gets bit, just gets fucking chowed on pretty yeah. much. Um, Ed, Liz, and Sean kind of hide behind this giant wall of fire behind the bar. Yeah, and find out uh, they're about to bite it pretty much when uh, yeah. they notice there's a hatch in the ground. Yeah. So. So they escape to the basement and uh, lock the door behind him the best they can. Sean kind of has a breakdown there because his mom's dead. His best friend's going to die. Yeah. There's no way out. We're going to die here. It sucks. They have two shells left. Yeah. They realize, well, we'll just kill ourselves. Yeah. And then there's a funny... It's like, oh, you don't shoot me. Yeah. There's a funny discussion about how how they're going to do it. Like, yeah. Sean kind of mimes it out. Yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can kill my mom, my flatmate, and my, <laughs> my girlfriend all in one day. <laughs> oh, who said we're back together? <laughs> uh, they're going to have one last smoke first. And then they realize they can get out. Yeah. Because there's like a lift that goes up to the street outside. Yeah. yeah. Um. But they're just going to leave Ed there because he doesn't want to kill Ed. He wants to see how the other side lives. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, 
there's a really funny scene here that again mirrors something in the beginning where uh, he uh, gives Ed a smoke and Ed's like I'm sorry and it's like why for, don't be sorry and he, for what it's like I'm sorry I'm sorry and he's like, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> and earlier in the beginning, he did the same thing to him. Yeah. Where he just, oh. I'll stop doing it when you stop laughing. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they kind of go up out onto the streets. It's just crawling with zombies. And then they're about to fucking take shit down. Yep. You know, do one last fucking hurrah when uh, the government. And like, <laughs> out of nowhere, just yeah. big old, you know. Trucks. Pretty, pretty sure it was the Rocks truck from Fast Five. Just comes crashing Good. through and wrecks <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a bunch of them. And. Shows up and just starts slaughtering the fuck out of them. Yeah. And they're just like, oh. And you see Yvonne oh, yep. from earlier. Yep. Yvonne like, oh, hops out. You made it. All these conversations are mirrored because it's like, oh, you guys made it. Oh, it's good to see someone made it. You yeah. know? <laughs> Which was the same conversation they had earlier. Yep. And pretty much gets them, gets them to safety. And then their next scene is uh, zombie TV, I have. Yeah. Like all the news networks are talking about, you know, what happened and how life's going on and how they pretty much... Uh, yeah. They now use zombies for menial labor yeah, <laughs> mowing yard, in game yeah. shows. Did you notice Coldplay in one of them? There's no. A, <laughs> no. You didn't see that? There's a quick like snippet from like a Today Show in Britain okay. or whatever, and it was literally two guys from Coldplay in their shirts said Zombade. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, I didn't know they were from Coldplay. Yeah, it was Chris Martin and one of the other douchebags yeah. from Coldplay. So, yeah. Not a huge fan of them. So. No. And Sean and Liz are at Sean's apartment. And pretty much, Sean's kind of changed for the yeah, most part. Kind of grew up a little. Yeah, it's kind of funny because he wakes up like a zombie. He's like, actually, that scene is uh, where they slowly zoom up. That's a homage to the opening scene in Dawn of the Dead, where you see the zombie's called Doctor Tongue. He's got his whole bottom jaw ripped off. Oh, okay, but uh, yeah, that mirrors yeah. that scene. I had a feeling that that was. There are so many like homages in this fucking movie. Like it is, it's if you're into zombie movies. Like, and you've watched a lot of them, you're going to recognize yeah, yeah. a lot of shit. And I, I, I if I watch this again and I up my, my repertoire with watching zombie movies, I'll probably get a lot yeah. more of them. So, but well, yeah. Day of the Dead is the next dead movie I'm doing, so. Sweet. So, yeah, they, uh, Sean sits on the couch, talks to Liz. They kind of have hatch out their plan for the day. Yeah. Awesome. He's like, I'm going to go out to the shed quick. Yeah. And he goes out to the shed, and who's out there? He has Zombie hey. Ed. Zombie Ed chained up in the, uh video games yeah. out there player two has entered yeah. the game ed ed tries to take a bite of him and he's like ed knock, knock it, it off, off. <laughs> yeah and uh that's kind of where it ends yeah. and this that is where it's on another queen song yeah and i've written down what happened to fucking diane we never saw what happened to her there yeah you can find out in the special features okay i'll have to check that out but i was just kind of really bothered me like i was waiting for a post-credit scene of her like running around with david's leg and maybe like his fucking head, like lollipop chainsaw style, you know. No, oh, jeez. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's kind of where it ends. Yeah. Happy, smiley ending. Yeah. yeah. Everything's good. Yeah. Cool, cool. You wanna? I suppose I'll take it first time on this one. Okay. Alrighty. So, uh, I like zombie movies. I never, don't have a whole lot that I've seen, but they are very enjoyable. So this was just added to another list of the zombie movies that I yeah. really, really liked. Uh, the excellent makeup, excellent effects. I can't imagine they had too big of a budget for this movie. And no, what they, they did with it, I think they did a fantastic job. It's super funny, super original. 
the more you watch it, I feel the more you'll find more stuff in it. Like oh, you that's said, a guarantee. Yeah, there's thing. so many like probably little things hidden in the background. Um, it's way worth the watch. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm super glad I didn't watch this when it first came out. I remember seeing it in like trailers and stuff, but I was only like 13, 14 when this came out. I don't no. think I would have got a lot of this then. So oh. I'm glad I waited to watch this. Yeah. So um, I'm giving this one an 8 out of 10. Start oh. off this trilogy. So, nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, me? Um, this is one of my favorite trilogies, so. Yeah. You know. I had a feeling that's why you chose it. Yeah, it's going to be pretty high ranks for me. Um, I'm I'm giving this one a 10 out of 10. Like, <laughs> I haven't watched this movie in a couple months easy, and I still remember it. It's still fresh in my head because there's so many, so much good fucking in this movie. <laughs> Good fucking? In this movie, yeah. Oh, good fucking. Right. <laughs> I must have missed that. <laughs> this is... It, the jokes just hit. The dialogue is fucking spot on the entire time. The acting is great. Um, the soundtrack... All the songs are zombie-based. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go back... There's a... What is it? It's called Zombovision. Mm-hmm. And... It's like a director's commentary, but it's like pop-up video, essentially. Okay. So as you're watching the movie, stuff will pop up, and you'll see where all these homages are and where all this stuff's coming from. Nice. And it is just filled with a lot of nostalgia for me. Okay. Because I've always loved zombie movies. But also, you know, a lot of little interesting facts. So, But yeah, this one is uh, definitely, for sure, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, And I could say you know watch it about 10 more times after that <laughs> you'll get something new every time and you'll just have all these little uh little lines you'll end up seeing saying yourself like every time i hear uh if you leave me now i'm fucking who put this on <laughs> see <laughs> i think it's south park. when i hear that song yeah. i think of south park this is all i hear every time whenever I hear, anytime uh, anybody pisses me off that wears glasses i'm just gonna be turned around and get, oh get, get fucked for us <laughs> Yeah. But, so yeah, yeah. Ten out of ten. Ten for out you. of ten. Straight Eight out of ten, ten for me. All right, that's uh, that's a good way to get us started off here. Looks like IMDb gives it an eight, so uh, right there with me, a solid eight. Um, got some uh, fun facts on this. You want to do that now for this one? Um, since we're doing a trilogy, are we gonna do fun facts? Well, we got a couple here. Why not? Yeah, if you want yeah. to quickly shoot them out, um, sure. Yeah. Uh, George A. Romero is the creator of many movies that this film pays an homage to. The whole to. series. Yeah, and he was so impressed with Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright's work, he asked them to be extras in Land of the Dead. So yeah. they played zombies in that movie. So if you can find them in the movie, good for you. Yeah, they're they're in the background, chained up, getting pictures taken of them. Yeah. Uh, Simon Pegg was asked by an interviewer after the movie why he had to chose to have the slow-moving zombies and not fast-moving zombies. And Simon Pegg simply said, because death is not an energy drink. Yeah. <laughs> good good excuse. Yeah. And this one is fucking hilarious, and I love it. And if this is true, this is dedication to your work. Um, Nick Frost's character apparently kept his balls shaved through the entire filming because he needed, what, to create a genuine scratch that his <laughs> character demanded, so... If that's true, Nick Frost, bravo for that kind yeah. of dedication. So he's yeah. a good actor. Yeah. He also um, has a there's a sketch comedy show called uh, Man Stroking Woman that was on. It was a British okay. sketch comedy. That's really good. Nice. But he was uh, one of the mains in there. Uh, him and Simon Pegg are just one of the great duos. Yeah. You know, comedy. Duos. Everything they've done together, I own. 
It's nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got two more for you. So sit right where you're at. We're going to take a small break here. And we shall return. All right, guys, welcome back. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. Ah, the beast. <laughs> it's apparently me bringing us back. It's three words before Gavin cuts in. <laughs> it's one of those days. All right, yeah, so we're back now. Part two. Uh, hope you had a nice little break there. Yeah, got I a took sh- a piss. It got was... a soda pop something, you know, maybe. Soda pop. Soda pop. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, uh, we're going to keep rolling on with this trilogy here. Up next, number two, is Hot Fuzz, 2007's Hot Fuzz. Sounds like a porno. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> no, we does. should look up Hot Fuzz on uh, I, Urban I, Dictionary. I see could what almost is. guarantee we could find it. I'm going to do that right Fuzz. now while we're talking, and uh, we'll get it. We'll get to it. So who is this directed by? Yeah, uh, who's direct- it star? <laughs> directed by Edgar Wright and still starring Simon Pegg. And Nick Frost. Nick Frost. And... What's his, what's his name? Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. James Bond himself. Yes. One of the many James Bonds. Yep. Martin Freeman also has a small role in it, too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot so, of people in this. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people. Big cast. Yeah. So Some cameos, too. So. Well, well they've gotten a good chunk of money, I'm sure, from the first one. Yeah. Three years, you can build up a little bit here. So. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, this uh, movie begins with a little intro monta- montage. 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 Yeah, intro montage about uh, Nicholas Angel, Super Cop. Nicholas Angel. Nick Angel, Super Cop. You gotta do it in that cop voice, too. <laughs> Nicholas Angel. So, yeah, it's uh, Simon Pegg's character, Nick Angel. Pretty much this super awesome cop in London. Yeah, like super badass, excels at everything cop. Yeah, just does everything by the book. Hard ass. Took the advanced driving course and the advanced <laughs> cycling course. <laughs> yeah. Even was stabbed in the hand by Santa Claus, which who'd you say that was? Shit, I can't remember now. Um, well, yeah, I'll find out. Yeah, um, basically, it's all about uh, how he's this awesome cop and awarded like every medal in the book and whatever in London, and he gets made sergeant in this little town called Sanford in the country. Um, he doesn't want to go, but since he's been making everybody else yeah. look bad, they're kind of like, eh, he ain't got a fucking choice. And we got a little cameos here by uh, his superior officers, or Martin Freeman, and then the next superior officer is Steve Coogan, and then Bill Nye. Yeah. Bill, is that how you say his last name? Nye. N-I-G-H-Y. Not Nye. Bill Nye the science guy. No, Bill Nye. Bill Nye? Okay. Yeah, yeah. A, I think it's Nye. It's yeah. Nye. He was uh, Philip, Philip in Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. So. Sorry, Philip. Yep. Um, they're pretty much like, yeah, you ain't got a fucking choice, so get going. Um he goes, says bye to his ex-girlfriend. Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson? Is the one who played the Santa who stabbed him in the hand. Really? Yeah. Check it nice. Out. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's pretty fucking sweet. Uncredited, of course, but. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty fucking cool, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he goes to say goodbye to his ex-girlfriend, Janine. Right? That's her name? I think so. Yeah. She's a crime scene investigator. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he kind of just walks in on the crime scene. <laughs> yeah, everybody's in their, like, white suits and masks and shit, and he just walks right in. And goes to talk to her, and it's not her. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. 
I'm over here. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're all dressed the same. Yeah. She basically breaks up with him because yeah. he's too dedicated to his job. And yeah. like, oh, you're not to switch off. Yeah. You're not fucking Tom, are you? And he's like, no, Tom is not my type. I'm fucking Dave. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> and before he leaves, he just basically... Solves the case. Yeah, he's like, like, oh, you know that glass was broken from the outside, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Because <laughs> yeah. he's a super cop, you see. Yeah. So, yeah, he packs his bags, heads out to the countryside. Gets his peace living. Yeah. And he arrives at a... Well, they, the whole time he was telling them they got a nice cottage for you out there. And they're like, oh, yeah, your cottage isn't ready, so you're going to have to stay at the hotel. So. Okay, so I just looked up Hot Fuzz on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Top definition. The most amazing action movie ever. Not swag. Dude, man, was Hot Fuzz the shit? Yeah, dude, yeah. It's not a sex act? Are you sure? Uh... I'm sure he can. Doesn't look like it. What? There's no alternates? Hot Fuzz. Slang for a badass cop in the UK. Title of a 2007 movie. Cheesy Fuzz. A quick turn on a... A quick turn on or a girl's favorite toy. So Uh, apparently not. Guess not. Oh, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) New there's one. There had to be. Do you want me to read it? Yes. Okay, viewers, be prepared. This is probably not going to be pretty. Hot fuzz, the act of a female defecating on a male's beard, upon which time the male proceeds to paint her. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I think we just took a turn on Weird Street. That is horrible. Yep. It is god-awful. Alrighty, so let's get back to the movie. (laughs) So in hot fuzz, what's happening? Yeah. Alright, so yeah, he arrives at the hotel. And he ends up going to the pub. And just bust some underage drinkers. Yeah, he comes in, gets a cranberry juice because he doesn't drink alcohol. Yeah. And then uh, he starts looking around and he notices like the glint of braces like, yeah. blinding him. Yeah. He's like, oh, fuck. So he goes around and... How old are you? Yeah. 27? Get out. Get out. <laughs> When's your birthday? August 27th or 26th. What year? year? Every year. <laughs> Get out. The one's like, how old are you? And the one kid just, uh, uh get out. Pretty much clears the bar out. Yeah, and the owners are just kind of like, anything else for you? And he's like, no, I'm good. And he reads his paper. Drinks his cranberry juice. Yep. And then he leaves the bar and kind of just ends up arresting all of them because uh, one fat dude, Nick Frost. Yeah, well, he he's going to drive. He's looking at the fountain, which has the, what, neighborhood watch or whatever. Yeah. All the people in there. Yeah. And he almost gets run over by fucking Nick Frost driving. So he kind of busts him along with the underage drinkers. Yeah, as they're walking down to the station, he just, like, picks them up more and more kids doing, like, legal shit, like, (laughs) pissing on the fucking... Pissing, spray painting, and shit like that, yeah. Ends up booking them. And, again, we have tons of those quick Sam Raimi action cuts. Yeah, when he's doing paperwork. Yeah. (laughs) The most hardcore thing ever. Meaningless task, like flipping a light switch, or, you know... Yeah. <laughs> Clicking a pen. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny as hell. And it's really cool. Um, so, yeah, he books everybody, throws them in, whatever. And then the next morning he goes for a jog. Everyone is super friendly to him. Yeah, small, like small village. Very small. Everybody's they like, have one village of the year so many years in a row. Yeah, like 20 years in a row. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah. and like, morning, Inspector, morning. And he's just kind of like, oh, I don't fucking know you people. Okay. He's and, used to uh, the big city. Yep. London. London. Goes into the station in the morning and... He's like, how's my drunkard in cell four doing? Yeah, I don't know. Go fucking look at him. And he's not there. He opens the door and he's like, 
what happened to the guy in cell four? And then Nick Frost kind of pokes his head. He's like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> and turns out the guy he busted last night is now yeah. his new partner. Yeah. Uh, Constable Butterman. Danny Butterman. Who is uh, the chief's son. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Captain Butterman's son. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, gets introduced to everybody, like the captain and the Andes, the two detectives. <laughs> We call him the Andes. The Andes. Oh, let me guess. The names are Andrew. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he sees the uh, neighborhood watch CCTV room. Which they got cameras all over this village. Yeah. And the one guy's freaking out about the human statue. Yeah. Something must be done. done. <laughs> he's a blight on this yeah. village. And the captain walks out and he's like, we, we like to make them think they're actually doing something. <laughs> <laughs> the force is extremely laid back and relaxed. Not at all Do, what he's are, used to. Are they the force, though? I don't know. Just police They're not force. called the force because that's too aggressive. Okay. Staff? I don't know. You don't remember that? It was in the movie. <sighs> not offhand, no. God damn it. Well, See, you don't even remember. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a year, at least. <laughs> you just watched this, what, last night? <laughs> yeah. A day ago or so. But yeah, we'll just. The other cops are pretty lax. Nick no, is. No, I'm going to look it up now. Okay. Nick is so out of place, um, and he goes out on patrol with his new partner, uh, Butterman, Danny. Yeah. Just kind of asking him all these ridiculous questions. Oh, did you ever shoot a guy in the hand? Did you ever shoot a guy in the shoulder? Did you ever fire two guns at once? Did you ever go flying through the air shooting two guns? And, <laughs> once yeah. shooting two guns. Yeah. Have you ever seen Bad Boys 2? No. What? You'd never seen Bad Boys 2? <laughs> uh, then uh, that night... He goes to the meeting of the Neighborhood Watch Association, um, NWA, and they discuss more about the living statue and how they have to do something about him. And Nick's just kind of like, this is not what he's used to. He doesn't understand it all, whatever. The next morning, he's uh, speaking with some students at a school, and his partner, Butterman's, like, sitting with the students. Yeah, kind of learning with them. Yeah, he's like, now, is there any questions? Ooh, oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> is it true that there's a point in a man's head that you can shoot which will make it explode <laughs> <laughs> and he starts getting uh, meets the news reporter messenger just keeps asking him Tim questions messenger. Yep, Tim messenger hi hi yeah. uh, he spells his name wrong in the paper spells it angle yeah so the next day everybody's like morning angle morning angle <laughs> He goes in the next day to do some work, and he gets a call about a swan escape from the castle from a Mr. P.I. Staker. And he's like, oh, oh right, yeah, Mr. Piss Taker. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Turns out there is a guy named P.I. Staker. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Ian Staker. Yep. And a swan did escape. So that's uh, that gag kind of plays out throughout the whole movie because they don't catch the swan. They uh, end up going to the supermarket. Which uh, where they meet? I can't remember his fucking name. Who Skinner? Skinner. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I keep thinking like Skillman or Spillman or something. I don't no, know. No, that's which is Timothy Dalton's character, by yeah. the way. Okay, James Bond himself. Yeah. Uh, they catch a super, not a, a shoplifter, while they're there, and they chase him on foot. And this is where we see our fence hop from the first yeah. Shaun of the Dead. Here's the fence hop gag again. Yeah, yep. well, like jumped a fence before. Sean, like, or not Sean, uh, Nick. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just Sean. Just yeah, 
Nick like hops like three fences in a matter of ten seconds, and Danny's like, "Oh, I totally got this," and just runs and stumbles and falls through one <laughs> straight through. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Chris Farley would have been proud of that. <laughs> that was one of the best sight gags I thought in the whole movie. They end up chasing this guy, catching him, book him, but nobody wants to press any charges. Yeah, it's eh. just a kid. Just a kid. He'll learn his lesson. I'm just like, what the fuck? He broke the law. Why don't they want to, you know, I don't get this. It's weird. And you can see that Nick's pissed, too. Well, yeah. Yep. Kid did something wrong. Yeah. So we got follow Nick and Danny. They're uh, doing some highway patrol now. The speed gun. They end up pulling over a speeder. Yeah, what's his name again? Uh, uh, blower? Yeah, Martin yeah. Blower. Martin Blower and... Uh, this chick he's with, Who's Eve. Not his wife. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm on my way to play in a little Shakespeare. Romeo. Yeah, <laughs> Romeo. She's Juliet. And Nick's just like writing down in All his notepad. This, yeah. Yeah, and the guy's freaking out. Stop writing. Just stop writing. What are you writing down there? Everything you're saying. Yep. It's the most powerful tool. And Yep. And then we uh, go down to the station. And uh, we see that this guy left him two tickets to his show. And Nick's like, we kind of accept gratuities. Just yeah. rips him in half. It's a bribe. And Captain Butterman comes on. He's like, oh, would you guys plan to represent us at the uh, show tonight? Yeah. He's got two more tickets, two more tickets. <laughs> so now they have to go. And they go see Blower and this uh, Eve chick play Romeo and Juliet. And just terrible acting. Worst fucking play ever. <laughs> Especially the ending. The whole dance number after they die. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking from... Uh, who's Romeo and Juliet was that? Uh, Who the fuck directed that one? Which one? The 2000 one? Yeah. Baz Luhrmann's? Yeah. Is that it? That's the one where it's like modern day. Yeah. Fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. One. Yeah. Okay. That's what they're parodying. Oh. Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Now that they say that. Yeah. The costumes are... <laughs> yeah. So yeah. They, they end it with a dance number. It was fucking hilarious. And fucking Juliet blowing her brains out. Yeah. Yep. So they mingle after the show, and uh, they kind of see Juliet has this annoying laugh. Nobody kind of likes such her. a fucking annoying laugh. Yeah. The only realistic part in the play was when they kissed, because they're obviously having an They're banging each other, yeah. yeah. They uh, disperse, and... Well... But first, Skinner, like, kind of makes a comment about, oh, she's got so much secrets in your pretty little head of yours. I'd like to just break it open and get on. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody kind of giggles and, like, it's just some kind of joke. Yeah. So they leave the show. And ominously in the background, we see a cloaked figure. <laughs> yep. And uh, that cloaked figure ends up axing and murdering, yeah. decapitating. Even blower. Yeah. And then stages it like a car accident. Yeah. So when they're discovered in the morning, it's like, oh, car accident, which they don't refer to accidents anymore. Yeah. Because that would imply that there's no one to blame. Yeah. It's a car collision. So. A traffic collision. Yeah. And right off the bat, Skinner drives by and is like, oh, such a shame. And you just know he's suspicious and creepy right off the bat. Yeah. I was thinking, like, all right, this guy totally did it. Oh, when, wait, we were talking about when Skinner drives by? Yeah. Yeah, his uh, the song playing in his car is uh, Death of Romeo and Juliet, too. <laughs> See, they did such a good job of hiding these little Dude, things. Dude, there's so many tiny Man, little things in all of these movies. Dude, you can't maybe... 
It's Maybe great. I should have watched these movies more than once. I think you should. Okay. Well, I will. I mean, I should have watched them like twice before we recorded here. Yeah. So they get a call after this. Uh, they're guarding this crime scene or accident scene. They get a call to go talk to this farmer. What did he like? Uh, chop down a bush that wasn't his or whatever. Yeah, he trimmed down a bush that wasn't his. Yeah. So. And they have to bring along the their well, older cop because he's the only one who can understand this guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they kind of ask him questions about, yeah, you can't just go around chopping down bushes. And then the older cop would be like, yeah, you can't go around chopping down bushes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a four-way translation yeah. before Nick understands what's what people are saying. And the farmers are like, oh, so talk about <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking great. And uh, he's got a gun, and he asks, I hope you have a permit for that gun. <laughs> what do you mean, this one? And shows him his barn, and it's just like this... The coolest fucking armory. Yeah. Ever. That includes a sea mine. Yeah. <laughs> that has a sea mine. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's just a piece of junk. And he, like, taps it and starts to tick. <laughs> kind of falls over a little bit. Yep. And <laughs> run. And nothing happens. They all run fucking super hardcore, tense scene, jump over a bush, and then fucking just kind of. Nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they just kind of haul all this back and put it in the. Uh, evidence room yeah. that was totally empty because no crime ever happens apparently in this which is now completely full of guns <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then uh it was a nick and danny are kind of talking danny asked him you know why he wanted to be a cop and he tells him about his uncle Derek. and then uh what pedal car his pedal car yeah, and how his uncle Derek was a drug dealer and yeah he's got a pretty tense backstory about yeah. why he wanted to be a cop yeah how he used to like give tickets to the neighborhood kids for running to around too fast and <laughs> get his ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then they go get drunk for making the bust. Yeah. They want to celebrate. This is the first time fucking, yeah, Nick he actually drinks. gets drunk. Yep. And they end up taking this other drunk guy home, Merchant. Uh, was, what was, he was uh, the developer. Okay. City developer or something? Yeah, yeah. He was an investor and a developer. Yeah. Really rich guy. He has a really gaudy mansion. Yeah. On the edge of uh, the village. Mm-hmm. So they take him home and just leave his drunk ass home. Yeah. And uh, as they're leaving, there's again our mysterious hooded figure. Yep. Who proceeds to knock him the fuck out. Yeah. And <laughs> then set it up, turn all on, on all the gas in his fucking kitchen. Puts on some beans and bacon first. Yeah. Make it look like he's having a fry up, eh? Yeah. And, uh... Nick and Danny go back to Danny's house for a drink and kind of like a parallel editing here. While they're having a drink and watching movies, the merchant's fucking house blows up. Yeah. And he, does he get, he doesn't get impaled on the. Uh, just like a he, chunk of his body falls. Yeah. Out. Well, there's his whole body because he's still in one piece when they find him. But when they show the house exploding and his body coming flying out, I thought he was just going to get impaled on the gates of his house. Yeah, maybe. But he no, he didn't. I was I was I saw him flying. Yeah, I'm like, no. oh yes, please, please, let's get impaled, please, please. <laughs> but no, he just kind of lands out front. But yeah, this is when they're watching uh movies over at yeah yeah. They go which, into Nick's or uh, Danny's awesome room. Well, they go into his apartment first, which there's just boxes everywhere because he hasn't unpacked. And he's yeah. like, oh, how long has it been? Yeah, I've been home here two years or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so he opens up like this closet into like most beautiful dvd collection oh, i've ever seen i want that is my goal to have a house like that a it's room like, like that in my house someday. three full walls completely filled yeah. with like dvds he's and like 
Point Break or Bad Boys 2? <laughs> I don't know. You make it kind of hard to choose. I'm like, no, which one do you want to watch first? <laughs> so, Which, it turns out that uh, DVD collection was a mix of Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, and Nick Frost actual dvd collection so that's a legitimate dvd collection that's pretty fucking sweet yeah that's like boner inspiring yeah (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah this is kind of all happening at the same time they end up watching point break merchant gets murdered um the next morning they wake up and find out oh yeah you know there's another accident that happened so they go to the nwa camera room and want to find the camera and uh what do they see on the cameras the fucking swan. <laughs> that fucking swan. <laughs> so they just chalk it up as an accident again. You know, you know, he was drunk and tried to make some beans and bacon. Just tried to have a fry up. Yep. So just like they chalked up the uh, car accident. You as know? an accident. Yep. Which it wasn't. And this whole time, Nick can't investigate these because he's just a sergeant where the Andes are the detectives. And they just think Nick is this huge douchebag. Yeah. And they make fun of him the whole time. I love that so. scene when they're all out to lunch, and one of the Andes is drinking, and he gets like a bunch of foam in his yeah. mustache, and like, Nick's like, "Oh, you got a mustache?" You mad a mustache? I know. And then they meet Nick and uh, Danny at the crime scene, and they're like, "Yeah, we thought we'd talk to the two guys that last seen him, uh, D- Sergeant Nick Asswipe." <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, they constable. What do you say? Uh, something fat. Something <laughs> fat. Yeah, and Danny actually laughs at it. Yeah. He, he wasn't yeah bad about it. So after that, they are assigned to this. Uh, it was like a, a carnival for the, to save the church roof or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Get the roof repaired. Yep. And Danny wants Nick to try out the shooting gallery game. Which he schools. Yeah. Just nails and gets this giant monkey um we see that messenger is tim messenger the newspaper reporter has some info he wants to uh he wants to meet up with angel and tell him his info he's got 3 p.m in the courtyard yeah right right uh but nick has to announce the winner of the raffle first and uh he announces the first name and it's skinner of course and Skinner's not there, so they're like, he's in the Louvre. Like, All right, pick one more name. Lou, yep. not Louvre. Louvre, Louvre. Louvre is an okay. art gallery. Louvre is a bathroom. Oh. It's a little bit of a difference. Oh, that makes sense. I always thought it was Louvre. Yeah, no. Same thing. The Louvre. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but while this is happening. So where we put all our fine artists in the pizza. <laughs> oh, okay. While this is happening, while Nick's reading off these names, Messenger's waiting in the courtyard, and there's a hooded figure walking up to the roof. Kind of like, looking like he's going to push off a chunk of the roof. Yeah. And Nick reads off the next name. Oh, it's Tim Messenger. And he's looking at the clock, and it strikes three, and he's like, sorry, i got to leave. And so he runs around, goes to meet him, and... We see Tim there, he's like, oh, hello. And the chunk of the roof comes and falls and spikes right through Messenger's head. Just kind of yeah. lodges right in the top of his body, and it kind of not through his head, but kind of exposes <laughs> yeah. the whole top half of him. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> it's like Damn. pretty fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah, big brutal death. Just his legs moving around with yep. the ass fucking thing sticking out of it. Yeah, and at this point, I'm you're like, "Okay, it's fucking Skinner. He's the one who's killing all these people." Yeah, no, there's no way. So, what does Nick have to do? He's got to guard the crime scene again. He can't investigate shit. Um, he argues with Danny at that point, and uh, Danny kind of goes home. 
angry yeah. in the rain. The Andes come up and, you know, give him some more shit. And then there's the next scene is just a montage of Nick kind of doing his own investigating of all the accidents that have just happened. Yeah. So, And uh, he meets up with Danny and says, oh, I need my partner, you know. This, I think I'm onto something here. We find out it's Danny's birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they, what they, what they, they come in and they're like, oh, what are you guys doing? There's a fire in the building. And they come out with a cake and yeah. it's got a little candle on it for Danny's birthday. Which they have way too much cake and ice cream in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was fucking Danny's punishment. Yeah, right? it was Rocky Road because he doesn't yeah. like it. Right. No, Chunky Monkey. Or Chunky, yeah. Chunky yeah. So, oh, no. Well, the first he had to bring in cake the first time, and Nick thought that he uh, he had to bring in cake because he got drunk and <laughs> was booked. And like, oh, no, it's because he, like, did something. Forgot his else. helmet. Yeah, I forgot yeah. his helmet. So, guess who gets a month of Chunky <laughs> Monkey? He's like, oh, no. <laughs> so, as they're celebrating, Nick goes to the flower shop. He's going to get Danny a piece, piece of the, yeah. yeah. And the flower shop owner gives him some intel about... Uh, what's what she heard about what's going on yeah, she's well she's getting out of town yeah and she's kind of saying that all this area is being bought up to for like an overpass from what's his name that blew up uh merchant merchant yeah, yeah. and they're gonna build like a new supermarket and stuff yeah. there or whatever and uh nick's like can you hold on one second and he goes out to the car to get his notepad yeah and the hooded figure just fucking stabs her right in the throat yeah, he turned around and you see fucking <laughs> the gardening shears go like into her fucking chest. yeah or like right into her chest and then you're like dang fuck like, i've written everywhere. down and like flower shop gives some intel then gets fucking murder <laughs> <laughs> and, oh my uh, god she's yeah. being murdered yeah nick turns around and sees it and he sees the hooded figure escaping and starts uh, chasing yep big chase scene uh doesn't the fucking swan get involved in this at some point uh, he runs. Maybe. I think he runs. Maybe it's around. Yeah, it's around. Kind of uh, always is. He ends up not catching the hooded figure because the hooded figure makes a getaway through a bush or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, He's he like goes super fucking fast hooded figure. Yeah. He goes back and tries to explain everything to the police, to the police force or whatever you want to call them. God damn it. I, yeah, I can't remember what they're not. They're not called. I uh, called the force because that's too. Aggressive. I thought it was staff. That's no, what I thought they staff. said. I thought it was it's... staff. Anyways, um, this point. Nick thinks it's Skinner, so he grounds up the whole crew, and they go to see Skinner. Um, Nick explains his suspicions, lays out his evidence, all the shit he thinks, and Skinner kind of sweet-talks his way out of this, and pretty much proves his innocence, because Nick was like, oh yeah, if it wasn't you, the, the hooded figure I saw got a cut after he stabbed the flower shop lady in the chest and they like, lifts up his pant legs and he's got no scars or nothing yeah just, well when i'm sorry i wasn't listening <laughs> when the hooded figure was escaping like he cut his leg on one yeah. of the windows and he's like well if it wasn't you then why explain these cuts on your legs and all well, he like doesn't this. have any doesn't have any this <laughs> lifts up both pant legs yep. there's nothing there so yeah you're like oh shit maybe it isn't skinnier because I, I had an idea that they were making it so blatantly obvious that it was Skinner. Yeah. That it either wasn't going to be him or it just really was going to be him. But Nick and Danny then uh, go get some Cornetto. Of course. This is, yep. This time around it's blue. Yeah, for cops. For cops, blue. yeah. And Shaun of the Dead, it was red yeah. for blood and guts and zombies. Because so. there's three different flavors of yeah. Cornetto. 
What are they? I don't know. I know Red, what, blue, and green. Yeah. I, I noticed what it was in the next one, but we'll get to that when we get to that movie. So I didn't know what the colors were. But uh, but yeah, basically Cornetto is like what, what we have is the Sunday cone, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. We have the same thing here. It's just yep. Not. And they go get Cornetto and talk, and then uh, kind of have a little breakthrough. They realize maybe there's more than one killer. And the captain's like, yeah, just sleep on it, you know? So Nick goes home that night, and he gets attacked by a hooded figure. And it's the big old retard guy that works at the supermarket. What's his name, Michael? Yeah, Michael Armstrong. Yeah. Yarp. 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 <laughs> you go, oh, yeah, he's a big old ugly man who lives with his mom and sister outside of town. Who are they? Who are they? Same, Same person. person. <laughs> <laughs> so they have a little fight, and Nick kind of knocks him out. And then uh, Danny comes rushing in. He's like, what happened? He's like, watch him. I'm going to the castle. He goes to the castle, and he sees all the hooded figures around a table, like chanting and humming and whatever. Oh, they do say cunt in this one, too. Yeah. It's near the end, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Sorry. <laughs> he sees all these hooded figures, and it turns out it's the Neighborhood Watch it's Association. Yeah. <laughs> And he kind of confronts all them, and they explain why they had to kill everyone. They were a threat to their beautiful town, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they were a threat to the Village of the Year yeah. award, which they've won every year. So pretty much their Village of the Year award yeah. is a total fucking sham. They killed um, Eve Draper because of her annoying laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's god awful. And, of course, who else is in on all this but Captain Butterman? Yeah. Um, but they're doing it for the greater good. Yeah. and uh, The greater good. Yeah, the greater good. And at one point, I don't know, seeing as you didn't watch him... But you've seen him before. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this line. Uh, probably. <laughs> it's his perfect timing because literally Captain Butterman says, it's to make Sanford great again. <laughs> fucking oh, Trump. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. Just put a fucking red hat and says, make Sanford great again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, oh, they uh, all end up kind of chasing after Nick. He makes a run for it. He, like, falls underground somewhere by this castle. And he basically sees all these, like, dead bodies. Like the human statue and yeah. the kids he brought in for yep. underage drinking. and Anybody that was a threat the shoplifter. To, anybody that was a threat to making this town look bad, the Neighborhood Watch just kind of... Instead of writing it up, yeah, we'll just get rid of the problem. Yeah. Stage it like an accident, yeah. yeah. Um, Danny ends up stabbing Nick at one yeah. point because he thinks Danny's in on it. And, but he really didn't stab him. Did the old ketchup gag trick yeah. that he did earlier in the movie. And then Nick kind of pleads with him. Just oh, like The swan's name was Elvis. Oh, yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Nick takes off for London. He's going to go get some backup or whatever. But yeah, he stops, stops at, at a, a gas station. Yep, stops at a gas station and kind of has like a small revelation when he turns around and sees a DVD shelf with Point Break and Bad Boys 2 <laughs> on it. <laughs> and uh, he comes back into town. After buying a sick pair of sunglasses. And uh, the morning he comes into town and the farmer's like, ah, oh, beautiful day. And he sees Nick just like revving his car engine. And he's about to make a radio call to everybody else in town. And Nick just like slams, slams into, into his car. Breaks the fucking radio right out of his hand. Yep. And then you see the granny lady in the hiding over the wall. Whips out a gun. Takes a shot. And as she's reloading. This is probably like my funniest 
scene in the movie where Nick <laughs> just runs over and drop kicks this old lady in the just face. Full force drop kicks. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh damn! Everyone and their mom has guns. Out yeah, there. everybody and their mom's packing around here. So yeah, he kind of ties him up and just leaves him there, pretty much. Yeah. And he uh, goes into the station, goes into that evidence room with their stockpile of weapons, and just pretty much rambos up. Just fucking quick cuts of like, it's like a load up <laughs> montage. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Yeah, this is pretty sweet. And he's like just armored to the fucking teeth yeah. with guns and shit. He comes into town riding this white horse like a fucking badass. Just click, clop, click, clop. <laughs> Like Western style, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Sheriffs come to town to fuck shit up. Yeah, and then uh, this is badass town square shootout. Yeah, everybody like just like has guns on them somewhere. It turns out that yeah, it, like uh, who was it? Treacher, the the guy with the big puffy coat. Yeah, it's got like earlier sh- in the movie. He was like, why is he wearing a puffy coat like that? What's he hiding? Yeah. I mean, you got to look outside the box. And yeah. it turns out he's got like seventy guns. Yeah, that coat. the lady with the bike in the basket like whips up her blanket. And there's two pistols yeah. and whatever. In the yeah. basket, pulls out two like fucking pistols. And yeah, it's a pretty sweet shootout. But Nick doesn't kill anybody. No, he just kind of what is it like uh, wounds, wings. wounds, or yeah. Incapacitate some kind of just like I guess you call it that shoots him in the shoulder, so they're like ah, and they fall pretty much. Um, it's like the game Bully. You ever play the video game Bully? No, no, well, you never, it's you're a kid, yeah. you don't kill anybody, you just knock just them out, incapacitating yeah, people, pretty much. Yeah, that's kind of what he did. Um, Danny's there in his car, he kind of steps in and helps in the best way. Yeah, the bike lady comes riding at him, shooting, and he just opens his door, which is awesome because she's like riding no handed, shooting two missiles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hits the door, does a front flip over it. Yeah. Fucking great. Um, they get pinned down, and Danny kind of saves the day because the priest comes out, and he's like, "Stop!" Do they go over. to the bar first? No, they get the priest first. I have the. It's after this. Okay. Um. He's like, stop all this mindless oh, violence. Sorry. And he, like, whips out two tiny little, like... He's got two Derringers, yeah. like, hidden in his <laughs> sleeves. They, like, pop out. Yeah. Danny drops his gun, and it goes off and shoots him in the foot. Blows his fucking toes off. Yeah. It's pretty brutal. So they basically got everybody outside taken care of, and this is where they go into the pub. Yeah. And so this like, is... What next? Pub? Pub. pub. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, uh, nice pub shootout with the bar, the bar owners. And this is where the rest of the cops kind of come in and corner them in their SWAT gear. Yeah. Which they dusted that off pretty quickly. Because remember in the beginning when he was showing them the tour, he showed them the SWAT room. Oh, it was all yeah. dusty and there's rats crawling around in there. <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh, but throughout this whole thing, this is another, with this movie, where like there's a lot of setup jokes in the beginning. Mm. And you're just seeing them play out now. It's like the payoff takes a while, but it's fucking gold. Yeah, it's worth it. Happens. It's so worth it, yeah. Um, the captain's there and... Nick kind of explains to the crew how you've been brainwashed, you know. Yeah. Haven't you wondered how there's been, like, no, no so little crime, and but way too many accidents. Yeah, way yeah. too many accidents. And they kind of take his side and, like, oh, we're with you. And the captain kind of runs away. Freaks out. There's a lion roar as he's, like, screaming and shooting <laughs> yeah. his way up. <laughs> yeah. He gets away, so uh, they're like, oh, right, we need to go get Skinner. Nick and Danny get geared up and bring the cops along with them they go after skinner at the supermarket uh, which is awesome yeah this is an awesome scene nick ends up taking on the big tard michael, michael. Yep. yarp yarp <laughs> whereas the others go after the two guys in the deli 
yeah. the two like truck driver guys that are like just kind of with a fuckload of cutlery. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like how there's bulletproof deli glass there. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah. that's got to be convenient. Yeah, <laughs> I never, I never knew that the glass covering the meats at the deli was bulletproof. Yeah. So now you know. Yep. Nick ends up taking out uh, Michael. Yeah, knocking him out into yeah. the cooler, which <laughs> was when he gets back to. Danny. Danny, he's all like, oh, did you say cool off when you fell in yeah. there? He's like, no, but there was a part earlier, or a bit earlier, where I threw the stuffed monkey at him and I said, playtime's over. And then I hit him with the peace lily. <laughs> like, oh, nice. You're off the fucking chain. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they end up getting an idea where they grab a bunch of shopping carts and kind of... Battering ram style. Battering, yeah, through the deli. Uh, and then uh, the annoying like secretary chick comes running at him and... The chick police officer yeah. picks up the wet floor sign and just cracks her in the fucking face. <laughs> Always like little girl on girl action. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> she's been kind of like slutty throughout the whole movie. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Making like comments and shit. So the captain and Skinner are trying to escape now. Nick and Danny chasing after them. And it's at this point that the judges for the best little village are in town <laughs> and kind of see them go by and they're like, oh. And like write shit down in their yeah. notebook. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, so there's a car chase going on now, and this fucking swan's in the middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> so Captain and, and Skinner drive off and fly over this, like, model village. Yeah, of their village. Yeah, with this little kid in there. and uh, They stop, n- grab the swan. <laughs> yep. Nick and Danny. Yeah. And uh, they keep... Elvis the swan. Yeah, Elvis the swan, yep. And then Skinner and Nick end up fighting, like, Godzilla-style in this mini-town. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Uh, which basically results in Skinner having a legit accident. Yeah, and <laughs> finally having an accident. He falls on like the model of the church. The steeple just fucking goes through his bottom of his jaw and like out his mouth. <laughs> he doesn't die, but no. he's just like, I'm really hot. <laughs> like maybe he can get some ice cream. Yep. Uh, Captain Butterman tries going away, and Danny has a shot to shoot him. Which he doesn't take in the most awesome way yep, ever. Yeah, his Point Break ending where you just... Not ending, but... Oh, that was not the end of the movie. Have you ever I've seen Point Break? Mm-mm. God, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Serious. This whole time I thought yeah. it was a surfing movie, and I'm like, oh, I really don't care about surfing that much. kind of is, yeah. but it's a cop movie. I didn't know it was a cop movie. Now I want to see it. So. But yeah, the part in like the Ellery River where fucking Keanu Reeves' character can't shoot Patrick Swayze, so he like just shoots in the air. Ah, yeah. Danny pretty much does that same exact thing. Yeah. And uh, as the captain tries to escape in their car, the swan attacks him <laughs> from the back seat, and he ends up crashing into a tree. So, swan kind of ends up saving the village, totally. Yeah. And uh, there's, right after his point break scene, we kind of have a homage to Bad Boys 2, where yep. like the choppers fly in, and there's slow-mo as they like turn their heads and look up at him. So, it was pretty neat. A lot of action movie mode. Oh, yeah. Buddy cop a action movie. Yeah. yeah. So Is Point Break a buddy cop movie? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, Gary Busey and fucking Keanu Reeves. Fucking Gary Busey's in it. How have I yeah. not seen this? I know. I hate you for it. I hate I, myself for this. It's uh, it's on the list. I so. might just stop by, you know, Pawn America or something and try and find Point Break on my way home. Today's episode sponsored by Pawn America. Yeah. <laughs> buy cheap movies there. Pawn America. Give us stuff. Yeah. Hopefully they're not <laughs> scratched and still in the case. Yeah. What are you talking about? They have the best quality movies there. <laughs> no, they don't. We're trying to get them as a sponsor. They're Let's not, not talk bad about them. They're not going to sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, anyways. 2v, 2v Tuesdays at Pun America. Yeah. Oh, dear God. <laughs> hey. You're a sellout. 
Is that all you can say with fucking corporate dick in your mouth? Hey, shut up. <laughs> so anyways, uh, as things are dying down, the guys from London come back and they want him back. They're like, you did such yeah. good work out here. We'd love to have you back in London. Crime's like risen a lot in London. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, gee, I fucking wonder why. They want him back. And he's like, no, I kind of like it here. Yeah. He's going to stay in Stanford. I can't imagine with all this we have a shitload of paperwork to do. Yeah. <laughs> so the next scene is like them just doing paperwork. Quick cuts. Wow. One of the Andes Quick is like, cuts. oh, bottom. This is going to bloody take forever. <laughs> and it ends up the only guy that they didn't take out was the dude in the CCTV control room. Yeah. He comes out with a gun and Danny kind of jumps in front as he's about to shoot Nick. and uh, Takes a bullet. Takes a bullet. Nick kind of gives him a shove to the evidence room where the sea mine kind of falls <laughs> over lands and on it yeah. whole station is destroyed yeah. and you're like you see Nick running over to Danny and he's like Danny no and it's like one year later Nick's going to the cemetery and he lays flowers down by a grave that you just see Butterman Yeah. and you're like oh no but then Danny shows up yeah. and he's like oh okay good cool just bringing flowers to Danny's mom's yeah. grave. Yep. And they kind of just end it right there. Yeah. Yep. One year later, everything's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And they roll up on their super badass, like, new police car. Yeah. Just whip shitty right in the yeah. town square. Yeah. And speed off. Yep. Yeah. Nice yeah. police badge. Hot fuzz. Yeah. <laughs> Hot fuzz. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, I'll go on this one. Yeah. Take her away. I loved it. <laughs> it was, I loved it. This is another one that's you know, I mean, it's got the same formula as Shaun of the Dead. It's just beautiful how they play it off. I love that whole uh, lay low with the jokes in the beginning, and then like the whole second half is just like a knock your ass off every few seconds. You're getting like a punchline here yeah. and there, so yeah. it's like consistent. It's, I mean, it's awesome. It's the same quality acting. It's the same. It's the same everything. So I mean, this is another one like literally I could watch over and over, and you know I suggest mm. other people do the same. So I'm gonna go ten out of ten on this one. All right, <laughs> yeah. just as I expected. I, I knew I was gonna have a hard time not doing that, but hey, I, I hey. gotta go with my gut. I gotta go with yeah, my heart. Dude, this it's, is all about what you want to rate it. Yeah. yeah, I mean these are. These are just quality films, and they just exploit the genre that they're doing so yeah. well. So, yeah. 10 out of 10. <laughs> awesome. Alrighty. Um, I'm going to be pretty close to you on this one. This was a fun-ass movie. Um, I loved the, how Shaun of the Dead had those quick cuts, but this one had so many more quick cuts, and it's yeah. perfect because this is an action movie. It's a buddy cop action movie. Um, there's tons of this awesome little jokes one-liners puns full of it love it and little sight gags all that crap it's great and even the action sequences are fucking awesome the shootouts the car chases they're fucking done really well i mean the whole first half is kind of slow it's a little slow but it's filled with those little jokes that keep you into it yeah but then then, the whole second half is just like balls to the wall hardcore shit yeah yeah. and the fucking gore again like the death scenes are fucking great like the hedge clippers in the chest the top of the church diving through his fucking oh head yeah. <laughs> that was brutal as shit so beautifully done yeah um i'm giving this a nine out of ten nice so nice. 
uh, I would lo- I'd definitely love to watch this movie. Um, I'm, I know we haven't gotten to the next movie, but this right hands down is my favorite out of all three of these yeah. right now. So, um, yeah, nine out of ten, ten out of ten. Yeah, definitely a must watch. So, <laughs> this is a um, trilogy episode. Let's see. IMDb gives it a seven point nine. So a little, a little bit rougher. Well, you know, but IMDb can suck a fat cock. Yeah, so. still fairly respectable. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, a little fun trivia about this. Oh, uh, Nicholas doesn't smile until 47 minutes into the film. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah he didn't smile, <laughs> really. Um, Edgar Wright, the director, originally wanted to name the movie Hot Fuzz, spelling hot with two T's. Simon Pegg objected to the question, fearing that he would have to explain the extra T in every single interview about the film. So that's why. He's like, no, don't make me do that. I don't want to talk about it all the fucking time, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, this... Uh, reveals the three flavors of the Cornetto trilogy. Um, Shaun of the Dead, it was strawberry. Yeah. This one, it was vanilla. Okay. And we'll get to the next one coming up soon. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Nick Frost only agreed to do this film if he could get to name his character. And he <laughs> was also asked to watch over 20 action films to warm up for the role. And he chose Danny Butterman. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. He only watched one, and that was Bad Boys 2. Oh. <laughs> Which is fucking great. Well, yeah, but yeah. point break. Come on. <laughs> he might have seen that before, you know. And also, the judges that pop up for the uh, best little festival. You see them for like a split second in that one scene. Uh, the judges are played by Peter Wilde and the mothers of Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg. Oh, nice. So, yeah. There's a little uh, fun trivia for you. You got uh, anything else you want to add to this? Did you ever figure out what they should have said instead of force? I'm still trying to fucking find it. <laughs> Should just well, load up the movie. We got one more movie to go. Yeah. So uh if it comes into your head, so feel free to butt in. Yeah, that's, so that's for sure. Um yeah, as long as you're uh clicking on your phone over there, I think it's a good time to take a break. Yeah, we'll take a break and then I'll get off my phone. We'll be back with the conclusion to the Cornetto trilogy. Alright. Stay tuned. Bye. Official police vocab guidelines state that it shouldn't be called the force, it should be called the service, because the force is too aggressive. Welcome back to part three <laughs> of the <laughs> Podcast's special number two. Spectacular number two! <laughs> yeah! Alright! So, what's what's the third one? Well, the third one, and the fantastic, fantastic? Yeah, fantastic. fantastic finish to the Cornetto trilogy <laughs> is 2013's The World's End. World's End. Is it The World's End or just World's End? The World's End. Okay. So, uh, just take a wild guess here, and this is going to star Simon Pegg and Nick Frost? Yeah, I think they're in it. Yeah, they, I, I don't know if they'd star. Yeah, yeah, it does star them. Yeah, I think it's directed by Edgar Wright, too. So. Probably written by Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright. Yeah. Maybe. So, yeah. Just um, spitballing, but I'm yeah. pretty sure. This also stars Martin Freeman. <clears throat> oh, he's got a bigger role in this one. Yeah. Oh. And uh, Bill Nye is also in this one, or Nye is also in this one, too. And this also introduces Oscar-nominated actress Rosamund Pike. Oh, yeah. You might know her from the movie Gone Girl. I do remember her from the movie Gone Girl. Wasn't she in another one? She's been in a couple other ones. What the hell was it that we just reviewed? I don't know. I don't think she was in it, though. Are you sure? Yeah. I would remember. No, because I remember... Fuck. 500 Days, maybe? No, she wasn't in that. No. Okay, anyways. All right. 
So, kick it off? Yeah, we'll kick it off here. All right. So, this kind of starts off with a little voiceover from uh, uh, Simon Pegg's character. So. Gary King. Gary King. Gary fucking yeah. King. Gary fucking King. He talks about... The best you, night of his life. Yeah, the best night of his life with him and his uh, gang of buddies back when they were teenagers. It's his buddies, Ollie, Peter, Steve, Andy, and him. Yeah. So, Andy, played by Nick Frost. Ollie, played by Martin Freeman. Peter and Steve. Other guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're listed in the credits, but I can't bring that up at the moment. So, yeah, they're talking about how back in the day, they, uh, was it June 22nd, 1990? Sure. <laughs> they uh, <laughs> attempted what was known as the Golden Mile. Golden Mile. 12 pubs in one night. 12 pubs, 12 pints, one night. One night, yeah. All ending at the world's end. Yep. Um, unfortunately, though, they didn't make it. They only got through nine of them. People so. were knocked off early in the show. Mm. People didn't make it. Yeah. They didn't make the night. They didn't make it. They ended up just passing out watching the sunrise. Yeah. Pretty much. And um, <clears throat> we kind of see Gary is in kind of like, what, like an AA group kind of almost? Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> he's just wanting to recapture the, the glory of that night. So uh, Relive his youth. Yeah. This is now 20 years later. Yeah. Um, so he goes and visits Peter at work. And says, hey, we're getting the gang back together. We're going to do the Golden Mile. Everybody's in. Yeah, we're doing it one more time. One we're going to get all the way through this time, though. Yeah. Um, then he goes and sees Steve, and then Ollie, and then finally Andy. Um, meanwhile, before The entire go- time he's going through talking to these guys, they're like, oh, Andy's going? Yeah, Andy's going? He's cool with this? Yeah, he's totally cool. Even after the accident? Yeah, yeah. totally. So, he finds... Meets Andy, and you can tell that Andy's like, you know, doesn't really like him much yeah, anymore. Yeah, they're not friends. Yeah. He's like, anyways, I'll be at the station 3 p.m. Friday. See you there. And, uh, turns out everybody shows up. Yeah. <clears throat> they're like, why the fuck are we here? Yeah. And, so it's uh, Gary fucking King. He was their leader back in high school, pretty yeah. much. Yep. Long ass, floor length jacket. Pretty much shows up dressed exactly how he was what when was he was a, a teenager. Something of mercy. Sisters of Mercy? Sisters of, yeah. Something like that. I think. Yeah. They keep coming up with great band names throughout the whole movie, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is fucking great. Yeah, they meet at the station. They have to wait an extra hour for Gary. Because uh, <laughs> he's late. Yeah. I thought you said three. It's four. Yeah, you know, three, four. Yeah. <laughs> three to four. Um, at this point, you can totally see Gary's living in the past. Yeah. He shows up driving the Beast. The Beast. The same car you had back then. <laughs> yeah. He's like, isn't this the car <clears throat> I sold you? He's like... Well, yeah, kind of. I had, you know, a few things replaced. And the brakes, the struts, the transmission, yeah. but everything but the motor is pretty much the same. Yeah. <laughs> so, pretty much the chassis. Yeah. Um, and Gary's living in the past. Everybody else has kind of grown up, moved on, yeah. gotten jobs, gotten married, whatever. Um, he ends kids, up started yeah. businesses. On their way to their hometown of Newton Haven. Yep. Yeah, Newton Haven, they get pulled over. Um Gary access Pete, <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't get a ticket. Like, uh, what's your name? Pete. Pete's, whatever. Yeah. Whatever, whatever his friend Pete's name. Yeah. Is. And he gives him his address. Yeah. And it turns out he never registered the car in his <laughs> yeah. name for the last twenty years. It's been registered for Pete. And he's like, but I've moved three times. I know. I had to update the logbook. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they uh, end up getting into town. How did you think you were getting all those points <laughs> on your license? <laughs> They check in at their hotel or whatever. They get into town, and boom, off to pub number one, yeah. the first post. Uh, Andy orders water because he doesn't drink anymore since the accident. Yeah. 
and they just kind of keep talking about this accident, but nobody ever goes elaborates yeah. on it. So you're like, all right, well, we'll find out at some point, I'm sure. And uh, all right, one pub down. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next. Pub two is the old familiar. Old familiar, yeah. I wrote it down really small. I'm trying to make out the letters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even a take C notes. Or an I, just F? I don't know. <laughs> so, um, it looks exactly the same as the first pub. Exactly. Yeah. Except, uh, um, you probably didn't notice this, but in each one of the bars I go into, they have the number of the pub that they're in. Oh, do they? The first post uh, on the back wall, it's big number one. And then in the old uh, familiar on the same chalkboard, it's <clears throat> number two. I didn't notice that. Number three, four, five, six, seven, and yeah. throughout all the bars. Yeah. And yeah, in case you haven't noticed or we haven't mentioned it, there's so, so many, like, just little tiny things oh, yeah, to these movies. Like, they're worth more than one, two, maybe even three watches. Yeah, like ten at least. Yeah. <laughs> so, um,. They end up running into Ollie's sister, Sam. Yeah. Who, uh, back in the day, Gary... Well, the last time they did this, yeah, Gary ended up hooking up with her in the handicapped toilet. Yep. And you can tell Steve's always had a thing for her. Yeah. But Gary just kind of jumped at the occasion, took advantage of it. Yeah. Um, Sam is played by Rosamund Pike. Um, Steve still has a huge crush on her, and Gary thinks that uh, she uh, gave him the signal. Yeah, well, she says, I gotta use the bathroom. And Man. he's like, oh, I know what this means. Right, yeah, <laughs> and he tries to go meet her, and he ends up getting slapped in the face by her. So she ends up leaving. You know, it was nice seeing you guys, whatever. And they're like, all right, let's go to pub number three. Uh, this is something with the cock. Oh. Uh, fuck. I can't <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but it's, it had to do with a rooster that was on the sign. Yeah. The it's like the cock. cock and bull or something. Yeah, something like the cock and bull. I think Whatever. Anyways, uh, Gary's banned from there. Yeah, he goes they go in. And yep. They're about to get drinks, and like, nope. Gary King, you're banned. So uh, they kind of leave, and but Gary luckily sees some leftover beer. Yeah, a couple outside. of half pints chilling on the outside, yep. and <clears throat> slams those real quick because mm-hmm. he he needs to finish. He needs to have a drink yeah. at every bar. Well, the other guys don't notice because they just keep walking, and he runs up past him. He's like, "Let's go on to the next one." Woo-hoo! Well, you know, they're all older and they don't want to fucking be doing this, but right. they're just doing it because, yeah. you know. And, uh, they go into pub number four. I didn't write that name down. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> I can't remember I don't know. all offhand. Yeah, they're all very unique names. It was pretty neat. Um, they see... Is that the mermaid? No, that's no. pub eight. I wrote that down. Okay. For some reason, I didn't write this one down. While they're in this pub, they're uh, ordering some food because they're hungry now. Yeah. <clears throat> And they see these old chicks from school, the uh, marmalade sandwich. Marmalade sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Was it two redheads and a... Two redheads and a blonde. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. They always stuck together. Yep. And they also see Peter's bully. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they're starting to realize that it's been 20 years and everybody's still there, but nobody remembers them. And yeah. Gary's like, why does nobody remember me? I'm Gary fucking King, yeah. you know? So something's kind of weird's going on. The bully um, comes up and asks for a chair and... Doesn't recognize Peter at all. Yeah. And Peter tells this, like, really sad story. Gut-wrenching story. Yeah. So that guy tortured me for every day for all of high school, <laughs> and the worst part about it was, now that looking at me right now, he didn't recognize me. Yeah. And you're like, oh, poor guy. Gary makes up a story about how his mom had died. That's kind of how he got everybody yeah. there, and his mom's not really dead. 
No, because she gives a call to his phone. <laughs> she gives a call while Gary goes to take a piss. Yeah. And while he's taking a piss, he ends up uh, talking with this kid who he kind of sees himself in. He's like, he's like, oh, you think you're so fucking cool. I used to run this fucking town. Yeah, you, know? you see this wall? I punched this wall 20 years ago. <clears throat> yeah. And There's a dent in it still. He like shoves a kid and he's like, please, sir, don't do that. You don't want this. And he ends up fighting with this kid. Yeah. Um, who he like tackles. Into a urinal. And the kid's head just kind of flies <laughs> off. <laughs> just kind of breaks right off. Yep. And he's like, oh, fuck. A bunch of fucking ink shoots out. <laughs> yeah. Blue then- stuff. Literally looks like a Lego head, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, so that's not a kid. What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck's going on here? Um, it's like a machine type thing. The rest of the gang shows up into the bathroom. Andy's kind of pissed. He's like, your mom's not fucking dead. And, yeah, and uh, all this time, fucking Gary's fighting with uh, the disheaded corpse of this yeah. kid. Yep. And he ends up ripping his arm off, right? Yeah. Yeah, which pops off like another Lego piece. Yeah. And this is when the rest of that kid's gang comes in, and then everybody's in a fight. Yeah, which this fight seems awesome. <clears throat> yeah. It's a bathroom fight with just ripping limbs off of Lego-type people. Blue goo. Everywhere. Ink. Yep. Peter is kind of a pussy. He kind of goes and hides in a stall. Yeah. And uh, the fight ends. Basically, the Gary's gang wins. And uh, what was it? Martin Freeman's character Ali is like WTF and uh, uh, Gary's like what the fuck does WTF mean <laughs> and then Peter comes out he's like what the fuck oh duh oh. <laughs> and I have guys take out all these kids but are they kids what the fuck are they They're copies yeah that's all they are um, and there's no cell service anymore so yeah they so go they, back out to their table they kind of make a plan to uh, can just Gary convinces him. He's like, well, if we go back to the hotel now, everybody's going to be suspicious. Yeah. So why don't we just finish out the Golden Mile and then yeah. go back to the hotel? Yep. Because he's determined to fucking finish out the Golden Mile. Yeah. And at this point, Andy, who uh, hasn't had a drink in like 14 years, yeah, just slams five shots. A tequila or whiskey or whatever Something, the hell it was. Whatever they were. It was clear alcohol. So. Was it? Yeah. No. So they Vodka. continue on. They go to Pub 5. I love the song choice here. Well, yeah, they're like, well before they're like well, yeah we could drive home well andy could drive home because he hasn't drinking anything yet <laughs> yeah. and that's what he like slams like yeah. five shots it's, just, it's just a shot of them watching him take all five shots <laughs> so yeah but yeah they move on to pub five they're kind of walking through the streets to uh remember the song mm. no i'm just trying to see if you remember no, no. Go it's uh uh the next whiskey bar or the whiskey bar by the doors oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so Come show me great use of the song there um this is kind of when the townspeople start to just look weird and kind of give them looks as they're walking by like they're suspicious but they're not gonna do anything just everyone in the town is kind of yeah funky Mm -hmm. they drink their their beers at pub five move on to pub six this is the trusty servant yep Uh, this is where gary meets with the reverend Uh, old uh the reverend was a guy who sold him pot back in the day yep and he looks to be the only one that looks normal. Um, and he he kind of knows about these robots. They're referring to them as robots right now. But they're not robots. <laughs> yeah, they're not. Robots implies they're slaves. Yep. Uh, the Reverend gets a call after he's uh, heard talking to Gary. It's like, it's your supervisor. He's like, he talks on the phone. He's like, thanks a lot. And kind of leaves. Yeah. 
and that's like the last we see of him for a little while. And they're like, let's keep going. Let's, uh, now, now everybody that's in the town is really starting to get suspicious of him. Well, I'm pretty sure everybody at this point knows. Yeah, that they know something. Yeah. Um, Pub 7 is the two-headed dog. Starting to get pretty drunk now. Yeah. Everybody, they've been, this is, well, this would be their seventh pint now. This is where they run back into... Sam. Yeah, Sam. Yep. And Sam ends up having a fight with these two twins. Yeah, she's talking with them out back. Because yep. she's from from that town originally, but she's yep. visiting. Yeah. For whatever reason. and uh, Gary had told her that, oh, no, he beat up these, like, blue-inked guys or whatever. And she thinks it's crazy, so she's talking to the twins. Yeah. Telling her about it, and they're like, do you think he's telling the truth? <laughs> and they're like, no, bloody no. Okay. And, and then take super standard, like fucking creepy twin shit yeah like the shining twins all grown yeah. up pretty much yeah and then uh gary comes running out and ends up like tackling one of them and ends up fighting with the twins yeah rips her limbs and <laughs> yeah and then uh he's trying to explain to sam he's like do you believe me now as he's holding one of their heads yeah. and then one of them comes back with the other's legs on her arms <laughs> yeah backwards <laughs> instantly That's thought funny. a Fucking kick puncher from community. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Punchers that have the power of kicks. Yeah. Kick puncher. She's just coming around with like spinning legs <laughs> on her arms. Just shing shing. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty cool fight there. And uh, Sam's on the ground after he ends up taking him out. He like reaches for her and she's like thinking he's going to take her hand. He's like, can I have a cigarette? Right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dick. So they uh, kind of regroup with everybody, move on to pub number eight, which is the Mermaid. Which this is uh, the trendier one, right? Yeah, kind of got revamped to a yeah. teen disco club or whatever. Or nightclub. Yeah. <laughs> the sign outside said Dis- school disco or whatever, yeah. So. yeah. I think that was like the theme for the okay, whatever nightclub thing they were having going on. Yeah. Well, they're inside and Gary's like, all right, this is more fucking like it. And he starts to party and uh, Stephen gets taken by Basil. This uh, older man that they recognize from one of the earlier bars that uh, they know from when they were younger. And Gary, Gary, Andy, and Ollie, right? Yeah. Get taken by the uh, Marmalade, the, the Marmalade yeah. sisters, yeah, and kind of. They're all dancing with dancing them. Dancing and, and making out It's with weird them. because they look exactly how they did back yeah. in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, it was Peter, Gary, Andy, and Peter. While Steven's talking with Basil, Basil's kind of telling him what these things are. Why they're there and what's happening. Yeah. You get the whole rundown. They're not, like, they're basically, they're aliens. Yeah. Pretty much. They get your DNA and take over your body. And then make a clone of you. Yeah. And then they pretty much get rid of you. Yeah. So, like, body snatchers, essentially, and pod people all in one. It's not necessarily an invasion. It's more of a replacement. Yeah. So. An upgrade. Yeah. Um, this point, Gary's hardcore making out with one of these chicks, so you're thinking, oh, he's getting their DNA. This is kind of how they get it. Yeah. Through, you know, sex, whatever, kissing. Uh, let's see, where am I at here? They make it out of there. Um, Sam bolts because Ali's like, remember that guy you used to like in middle school? Wasn't that him right over there? Yeah. And it's him. And it looks just like him yep. from middle school. Yeah, <laughs> and she runs out of there. And but he uh, died, and yeah, you know this year. Like, there's no way he's alive. So, 
they keep moving on to Pub 9. It's the Beehive. Uh, Ollie seems really odd. Yeah, at this he's, point, he's kind of wonky. Yeah, back in when they tried this the first time, he never made it past Pub 4. And they're on Pub 9, and he's, like, fucking fine. Yeah. Um, he's still golden. Yeah, and this is where they meet Mr. Shepard. Fucking James Bond himself, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> yeah. He's one of their old teachers. Two Bonds in two movies. Yeah, he's one of their old teachers. Uh, they kind of have a sit down. Yep. With the aliens. And have another huge, end up having a huge fight. Yeah. <laughs> Which, this one's fucking awesome, because this is where Andy fucking goes off. Yeah, just starts punching heads. Like, and they're, grabs two bar stools and uses them as boxing gloves. Pretty much. <laughs> just crushing heads. <laughs> the heads, like, explode like porcelain, too. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm it's sure it's for cool. brutalness. Yeah. And this is where we kind of find out that Ollie is one of them. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming it's when he uh, went off into the bathroom when they were in one of the clubs. I'm assuming he got taken over or something. Yeah, just replaced real quick. Yeah, super quick. So uh, Andy goes apeshit, knocks his fucking head off, takes out Ollie. Well, poor Ollie. The just crazy. kind of bashes half of his head in. Yeah. And he's still talking. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. Like, his mouth's still there, but he's got no eyes. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, they kind of handled pretty much every alien in that bar. Rip them apart. Oh, yeah, they whatever. fuck them up. But then they all stand up again. <laughs> yep, they all come back, get back together. And they're like, well, you had a chance. Now we must, you know, take over you. You had a chance to go peacefully. Now we're going to take it by force. Yeah. And this is when, like, their eyes glow white and their mouths open. Yeah, and just blue light shoots out of them. Yeah, really cool effects there. And they all lift their hands up. Yeah. And blue light shoots out of their hands. <laughs> yeah. It's just awesome the way this is done. Yeah. Gary and oh. Sam escape out onto the roof. Steve kind of sees it and he's like, oh, again, whatever. Um, they have an idea like, uh, oh, that's my car right there, Sam says. <laughs> just and jump onto it. Gary just jumps right onto it. Fucking smashes in the yep. fucking hood. And as Sam's like, I'm going to go to London or whatever. And she kind of gives Gary a reality check at that point yeah it's like you're not a bad person you're just you know living in the past everybody's grown up moved on you know he was like yeah we had the one time in the bathroom but you never moved on from that you know that's it's really cool when you're 17 not when you're pushing 40 yeah so i I think at that point was when he started to realize you know does he really he doesn't but i mean it, it was he was needed somebody needed to say something to him yeah I don't know how that really helped him, but... And I'm not saying it did. It's just saying it needed to be said to him, so... Yeah. Um, but she takes off and uh, fence up after this. Yeah. Yep. It's a really <laughs> small one. He tries to jump over the fence, and as he jumps, the fence collapses on him. <laughs> so uh, he regroups with the guys uh, at... Are they at Pub 9 now? Or they were at Pub 9. I don't know. Where did they regroup at? Was that the golf course, it looked like? Yeah, I think it's out in the woods. Okay. When uh, Peter meets his bully again. Yeah. Right? No. No, no, we're not there yet. He re- he regroups in this, like, shed, like the, an abandoned... Well, it's on a golf course. Yeah. It's just where they would go and smoke weed. Oh, okay. Because he tells them, he's like, I noticed, you know, that these... I knew Ali was a fake because he didn't have his birthmark. Yeah, his... It was Omen. gone. That's why they called him home. Yeah, because he had a six birthmark. Yeah. There. So they, uh, Gary tells him, "Show me your scars from when I, you know, I hurt you or whatever." And everybody has scars, so they know they're real. Yeah. 
and uh, they, Gary doesn't want to show his scar, but he says, I wrote Gary, Gary is king or whatever up there, and they're like, no, it doesn't. It says, it says gay is king. <laughs> oh, somebody must have scratched off the R, and Steve's like, was yeah, me. that was me. <laughs> so the this is where we hear about Andy's accident. Yeah, where we find out what actually happened yeah. that same night. But, yeah. Gary uh, had to be taken somewhere, and Andy was tried driving him and was just waiting. drunk as shit. Yeah, crashed his car and pretty much almost died. Yeah, that's kind of where he gave up drinking. So it's a good reason to give up drinking if you're driving drunk. Yeah. yeah. So now we're uh, running through the woods, heading towards Pub Ten. Uh, Peter runs back into his bully. Yeah, this is where they meet the bully. Yeah, and his bully is kind of like, I thought that was you. I just wanted to say I'm sorry for what I did, and. Peter just ends up kicking his ass. Yeah, he goes ape shit on it. Yeah. I mean. And it turns out it is one of the aliens, which they refer to as blanks. Well, yeah. Because uh, they've got no personality, pretty much. Um, and Peter pretty much gets taken over because the rest of the blanks team gang up on him while he's beating the shit out of his bully. Yeah. yeah there's really no escape there. Yeah. And then we have what is when Gary and... Andy fight. Andy kind of knocks out Gary... So they can try and leave, but their only way oh, to yeah. leave is uh, to go through, through the next pub, <laughs> which is the uh, King's Head. King's Head, yeah. Which didn't the picture of the King's Head look eerily like Peter Dinklage in a wig? I'd have to watch it again. Yeah, I watch it again. It looked like it was Peter Dinklage in like a parliamentary wig. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that looks like Peter Dinklage. Nice. But anyways, um, they're running through and they can see their car through the back door but there's blanks walking by so they're gonna have to wait and make a run for it but at this time gary wakes up he's pouring himself a pint yeah this is his chance to get a pint at yep. king's head and he's like he wants to finish it now he's like we're so close yeah two more he's like, good luck guys and he like kind of throws something at him and throws the keys to him and runs out the door and he's yeah. heading towards uh, uh pub 11 and he starts chasing after him yeah, because Andy doesn't want to leave him behind at this point. Yeah. Uh, and they make it to Pub 11, which is the hole in the wall. And aliens, blanks kind of follow him in there. Steve comes crashing through the fucking door with the beast. Don't they have a nice uh, fight scene there? Kind of, where... Or is that at the last pub? I think that's at the last one. Where Gary keeps spilling his fucking beer and he has to report. it. Yeah, that's at the yeah. last one, yep. Um, Gary gets his last beer there and he starts racing off towards... The last pub. The world's end. The world's end. Um, but at this point, Andy gets his ring back. Oh, yeah. He was dancing with one of the chicks, and he's like, sorry, I'm married. And she, like, sucks his sweater. Sucks the ring off his finger. And the way he gets it back is fucking great. Yeah. Runs into her and just fucking gut punches into her stomach <laughs> and rips the ring out. <laughs> Pretty much. It reminded me of Saw. Remember, like, uh, the girl yeah. who had the reverse bear trap and okay. Saw? Yeah. She had to, like, dig through and find the... The key, yeah. Except way more hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Frost is a straight up badass in this movie. Yeah. Like, he starts off like this super it, nerdy kind of guy. But when it comes to kicking ass, like he's on point. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, they make it to the final bar. Um, right as Gary's about to pour his drink, Andy kind of tackles him. They have a little fight. And this is where we see that Gary is suicidal. Yeah. He's got bandages and a wristband from like a mental hospital on his hand um 
pretty much the golden mile is all he has to hold on to. It's like his one joy in life. Yeah, that's the last thing he's got left. Yeah. Um, and he's like, why do you do this? Because it's all I've got. Um, he ends up climbing over the bar, going to pour, and pulls on the tap, and yeah. they get sent underground. The entire bar just kind of like lowers into the ground. Yeah. And that's and where they meet, what, the system? The network. The network. Who is voiced by Bill Nighy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, the aliens offer him a chance to be young again. They're like, we can take your DNA and replicate you to what you yeah, wish you You don't have were. to be the same age you are now. You can be young again, you know? Yeah. He wishes he was back 20 years ago. And they show him his gang, how they already have the blanks made, you know? Um, Gary's like... Nah, and just kind of <laughs> rips the old young Gary's head off, yeah, and he's like, "There's only one off. Gary fucking King," um, and it's just kind of this big argument with the network about how the network kind of wants to purify the galaxy or whatever. Yeah, they want to take over the humans, make them you know like them, and like you're the lowest out of the entire galaxy, basically the lowest life forms in the entire galaxy. And Steve shows up and they just are super stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you know, we, we're humans. We want to yeah. fucking make mistakes. We want to do what the fuck we want. We want to... <laughs> he actually quotes one of the songs from earlier. He's like, I want to be free to do what I want. <laughs> and basically, through their stubbornness, they kind of frustrate the network so much and they're like... It's like, okay. Fuck, fuck it. it. <laughs> yeah. You can have your fucking planet, and they kind of leave. Yeah. So they save the world, essentially. Not really. Kind of. Kind of. And if you ask me, they saved a lot more yeah. after what happens next. Yeah. So what happens when the uh, the blanks, the aliens, go to leave, kind of sets off a cataclysm, electrical. A giant EMP that yeah. fucking pretty much destroys all electronics on the planet. Yeah. And takes us back to the Dark Ages. And then we... Uh, Sam comes back and tries to take off to London with them, but yeah, they can't escape the explosion. Yeah. And then it turns into uh, uh, Andy kind of doing the same thing Gary was doing in the beginning, kind of telling the story. Voiceover. Yeah. yeah. Narrating. Yep. About uh, what happened after that thing yeah. exploded. We were sent back to the Dark Ages. Him and his wife got back together. Uh, they reconciled their differences. Mm. Steve and uh, Sam got together. What did they say? Peter and Ollie. Their blanks went to live with their yeah. families. Um, Peter's one with half a head took a volleyball <laughs> and yeah. replaced his he head. He went back to his old job as a S- real estate. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Newton Haven was destroyed. Everything else was pretty much destroyed. And this is where we see the Cornetto. Yeah. The one mention of it. Um, it's a quick shot. Very quick. Yeah. And it's green. And this flavor of Cornetto is mint. Just kind of crashes up against a fence and blows away. Yeah, so green for aliens, blue for cops, and red for zombies. Yeah, so pretty neat. Ties together. Yep. And then we uh, see that the blanks that were left on Earth just kind of wake up and just wander around. Yeah, go back to their normal lives. Yeah, and then the uh, humans, like, fucking hate them. Some humans do. Yeah. Some don't give a shit. But uh, most of them do. And it uh, turns out Gary... Nobody really saw what Gary did after that. Yeah, they kind of disappeared. What he did was round up the four younger versions... Of his buddies. And 
rooms with them, like a old kind of like Western gang. And like a traveling fucking posse of badasses. Yeah. So go into a bar and it's like four, wa- five waters, please. There's a bunch of signs that say no blanks. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like fucking gross, bloody blanks. They go, I'll serve you. I won't serve your disgusting friends. It's like, no, I'll say it again. Five waters, please. And right as they're about to fight, credits. Yeah. So. It's a super depressing ending, kind of. Not really. Yeah. It is the world's end. It is true. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's true. That's the it's name. Like, yeah. And the other two kind of had a happy, happy-ish endings, and this was kind of like... Yeah. Oh. Is it really, though? Because Andy got back together with his wife. I mean... Even it's though happy his other in a friends sense. were blanks, they still went back to their families and right. It's happy in a sense that everybody, you know, kind of got what they wanted, but the fucking world was destroyed. So yeah, maybe that's better. Could be, <laughs> very well could be. So yeah, it's the fantastic end of this trilogy. Yeah. So is it my turn? I think so. Okay. I did. You did the first one, right? Maybe. Yeah, and then I did Hot Fuzz. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty. Um. <laughs> I can honestly say I enjoyed this one the least out of this trilogy. Okay. Um, it's I didn't find as much humor in it as I did in the other ones. It's, I still laughed. It still has its spots. Uh, it just seems to go away from everything that made Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead great. Like, there's not so many of those quick cuts. It's It just doesn't have the same feel as those two. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it was that six-year, six, seven-year gap between the last two that... Uh, yeah, it could be. Um, to me, the best way I, I describe it to myself is that Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz had that indie type film feel, the low budget, you know, okay. more creative control. And this film felt like it got Hollywoodized because I know this was widely, um, brought around to like, you know, theaters and stuff. It had a big, bigger release than well, Shaun and Hot Well, technically they all had decent releases. Yeah. It just felt like this one got more publicized. It, it just seemed like it. Like, they had gotten, you know, and made a name for themselves with Hot Fuzz and Sean. And then this was, like, the big conclusion. And it just felt a little let down okay. with it. But it's still pretty good. I still enjoyed it. Um, it's a great story. Some fun action. It's it's definitely worth the watch. Um, I'm giving it a 6 out of 10. Wow. Just not as a movie by itself, just as a part of this trilogy. Okay. By itself, it's probably a little more on the 7, seven the scale. The didn't even knock it up a point, though. Not a whole lot. Really? Not a whole oh, lot. I mean, I mean, it's. I enjoyed it. I did. Mm-hmm. It just didn't match up with the other two. Yeah. So um, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10, and that will bring my trilogy score to a 23 out of 30. So nice. I think that rates better than the Matrix trilogy we did, actually. So I think I gave yeah. the Matrix 21. So um, all in all, this is a really fun trilogy to check out. Uh, if you're down for just a lazy day want to have some fun movies you know snacks whatever throw these in binge. definitely worth a watch just binge and then binge again yeah and uh i'm honestly going to admit i'm have a bigger respect and can tolerate british cinema way more good after watching Fucking these a, movies finally. so um some some of the accents still bother me a little bit but i'm getting over it i was really hoping the voices in hot fuzz would have really pissed you the off. The fucking old man pissed me yeah. off, yeah. But Because uh, you can't understand a word he's yeah, saying. Understand no. a word he's saying. Yeah, but uh, I, I do have a better respect. I shouldn't say I didn't never respect him. It's just never thought it would be my cup of tea. But 
I can honestly say. <laughs> That's what you uh, call it. Yeah, my cup of tea. Yeah, but uh, I really enjoyed these, so uh, I don't fear watching British films anymore. So okay, so I have to find something else you don't like. <laughs> I force you to watch that. <laughs> well, what's our next episode gonna be? We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. So. I still got my review to give here. Okay, go for it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, I'm a little bit off from where you are, obviously. Yeah. I like the uh, I like these movies a lot more than. Yeah. I mean, it, this is definitely a totally different style of movie, and it takes itself a little bit more seriously, <clears throat> but at the same time, there's still a lot of uh, fun happening. The acting is still on point. The action is fucking awesome, if you ask me. The, all the the way the blanks splattered was fucking amazing. I love seeing that over and over. Fucking whenever, especially that one bar fight with when Andy oh, really gets blue? into it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they took something that could have been blood and they turned it blue, which, right. you know, makes it less threatening. That's I thought it would have been green, though. That's honestly, yeah. I thought it would have been green. Yeah. But blue worked. It was, yeah, it it worked. was still pretty cool. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of ass kicking. I just loved it. And that really, really brings it up for me personally. Um. Yeah, the story is like I said, a little bit more serious, but it is, I mean, an end to a trilogy too. So I guess they played it how they wanted to play it, and I think they did a good job. So I'm going to rank this a nine out of ten. All right. <laughs> Which brings my trilogy total up to twenty nine. This is almost a near perfect for me. Okay. I mean, this one obviously is. I don't want to say worse, but it's just not. It's not that same formula they used right. in both Shaun right. of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Yeah. They didn't have that set up in the beginning, first half, and then just the punchlines of that ass the second half. Yeah. So. But it's still it's still a good good movie. Yeah. This is more of a you get the full story in the beginning, and then you kind of play through the story as it's being told. Yeah. It's a it's a different way of doing it, but I really would have liked it if they would have kept with that formula. Yeah, me too. That's and the I, only thing that really knocks it down for me. I probably would have gave it a higher rating too yeah. had they, you know, done it like Sean or Hot Fuzz. So, yeah. but this but is yeah. just a series that I could definitely watch over and over again. Yeah, yeah. IMDb gives it a seven. Yeah. So, roughly all three of these films, according to IMDb, are rated about the same. So, um, they're very respectable. Yeah. Good movies. Definitely check them out. And. Uh, of course, we still have some trivia for you. Why not? Uh, yeah. The main characters' surnames all have royal court connections. If you think about this. Gary's last name was King. Yeah. Andy was Knightley. Uh, Peter was Page. Yep. Stephen was Prince. And Oliver was Chamberlain. Yeah. So, it's kind of neat. Um, the fruit machine... And the King's Head has the same tune as the fruit machine that are featured prominently in both Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Yep, that's the pachinko machine. Yep, and machines featured in all three movies. It's called Ooh Ah Dracula. Told you. Yep. (laughs) Um, In the beginning, when Gary's at his AA meeting type thing, the girl that's sitting next to him is played by Nicola Cunningham, who had previously appeared in Shaun of the Dead as Bloody Mary. Nice. So... Yeah, there's just uh, some fun facts for you on that. Another fun fact, uh, in the beginning when he's describing his best night, at the end when they're sitting there watching the sunrise, you see something fall in the background, and that's the network arriving. Oh, okay. When it first arrived. Oh, okay. You thought it was a shooting star or something. Yeah. But it's actually the Nice. And if you paid close attention to uh, the symbolism in the movie, the network symbol is like, 
just grossly scattered throughout the entire New Haven. Hmm. Like, every bar has that symbol. <laughs> what is their symbol? It's like three lines. And is it three lines? Yeah, okay. Line okay. Over it. Yeah, that makes sense then. It's like a Wi-Fi signal almost. Okay. But, yeah. It's right. just, if you look for it, you'll see it everywhere. It's like, you know, yeah. number 23 or some shit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. So, I was yeah. thinking of anything better than number 23 to say, but. Yeah. Yeah. I am definitely going to go back and give these a second watch. Really? Especially with those, like, pop-up videos yeah. type things, because there's, I feel like there's so much that I missed. There and is a ton. even though I missed so much, I still enjoyed it very well. Yeah. So. Like, it's been at least a year since I've watched any of these, and I still <laughs> remember them. Yeah. Gavin did this with no notes, everybody. <laughs> I was the one with the notes over here, and I mean, I really was kind of worried going into this with you not having notes, but bravo. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that will do it for the uh, Trilogy Spectacular number two. Yeah. So, yeah. This is a long-ass episode. I bet you're all tired of listening to my fucking voice. (laughs) And mine, too. So, uh, we'll wrap this up here. Just a few quick things. Um, If you haven't, please hop on iTunes and give us a five-star and a review. It'd really help, and we'll read your reviews on the air i mean we need those to get seen so seen get us out there get us noticed the more reviews the more star rating the more people see us and the more pleasure and joy we can spread with our golden buttery voices (laughs) and not only can you find us on itunes which is where you'll hear us but we are also on facebook search movies from a to b or mfab podcast Hit us up on Twitter with any questions, comments, concerns, reviews, whatever you want to say. Make fun of us. We don't give a shit. Twitter handle is at MFABpodcast. And also shoot us an email with recommendations, likes, whatever. We've read a few on the air now, so we are more than happy to uh, read what you guys got to say. We are MFABpodcast. We have some more we have to read, but not now. This is too long of an episode already. Yeah, we need to wrap this up. So, yeah, our email is MFABpodcast at gmail.com. So... With that being said, I think uh, it's about time for us to uh, go play some Sega, huh? Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so Play some Sonic 3. Fuck I call yeah. Tails. He's immortal. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking Streets of Rage, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. I get the kangaroo. Okay. Streets of Rage 3, right? We got... Oh, I think it's on there. It better be. I guess 40 games, man. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's we'll play them all. Whatever. do this. So, yeah. I uh, hope you enjoyed this trilogy episode number two. Stay tuned for trilogy episode number three coming in ten weeks. Yeah. Hopefully, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Should be. But uh, as always, signing off, I am Aaron. And I'm Gavin. And thanks for joining us. Have a good one. Bye. (laughs) Next week on the MFAB Podcast, we drop acid and sing with the Beatles and across the universe. And we consult Dr. Frankenfurter in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. So until next time. That's a wrap. Cut.